Time only, price and participation may vary. We'll stay with a mix of clouds and sunshine this afternoon with high temperatures into the mid-70s. South winds will stay gusting from around 20 to 30. For tonight, a shower or thunderstorm is possible late with a low at 51. I'm meteorologist Paul Frowdley. Right now, 73. Might as well be walking on the sun. The sunshine of my life. The Tri-Cities Classic Hits 98.9 FM. KKPR.
The following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school football. It'll bring up first down and 10. Fake the handoff sights on a quarterback bootleg to the left side. Gets inside the 10, inside the 5, and walks into the end zone for the touchdown. Just a quarterback counter, and the Longhorns are first on the board here tonight. Today, the Class D1 state playoffs continue in Burwell as the Longhorns welcome in the Blue Hill Bobcats. High School Football on KKPR is brought to you by the Klutzkid Sports Club. Long count. Wants to run option. He'll pitch it to Kruger. Stars are back there in the backfield, and they mow him down this time. No gain, maybe even a loss of a yard on the place. This is the first ever meeting in the playoffs between these two programs. Both programs have had trouble advancing out of the second round, with Burwell falling the last four seasons and Blue Hill exiting the playoffs in round two six straight years. Someone will break that jinx tonight and advance to Tuesday's state quarterfinals. It's the Bobcats and Longhorns coming next, but first to do Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live to Burwell's KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good afternoon, everyone, from Burwell. The second round of the Class D1 state playoffs continue here on Classic Hits 98.9 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Along with our producer-engineer, Jeff Extra, I'm Doug Duda, as we get ready for what should be a whale of a ball game in near-perfect conditions. It will be a little windy today. We'll talk about that in a moment. But the Burwell Longhorns, 9-1, and ranked 8th of the state. The Blue Hill Bobcats, 7-2, ranked 10th in the state. One of those matchups that you would expect to see next round. Usually in that second round, there's always one matchup like this, and it's here today on Classic Hits. There's already games underway and more games to come. Our second game here on Classic Hits will be down the road at Ansley as the Ansley-Litchfield Spartans will take on the top seed in the West. The Amherst Broncos, the winner of that game, the winner of this game, will play next week in the state quarterfinals. And that will start at 7 o'clock. And because this game won't be over by that time, our pregame will start at 6.30 on ESPN Radio 1460 and 15.50. So that's where that game will start. And we've also got another game kind of like this on the Breeze 94.5 between two teams that were preseason top 10 and are red hot. The Kennesaw Blue Devils at two-time defending state champion Exeter Milligan. The game went overtime to start the season, which Exeter Milligan won. Kennesaw got banged up, started 0-2, and they have now won seven consecutive ball games to set it 7-2. So that is a 6 o'clock game on the Breeze. Let's take a look at what already is going on. We already have a winner and that is Elgin. They go out and knock off the defending state champions from Hemingford by a score of 34-6, to and they will take on the winner of the next game, Perkins County leading Clearwater Orchard 36-22. That game is in the third quarter of play, and whoever wins that will go to Elgin 
And so that'll be interesting. Of course, Perkins County coach Carly Wells took Elgin to two state championships, and now if they can hold on and get the win, he'll face his old team back at his old stomping grounds on Tuesday. In D1 in the east, everybody is still yet to get going. Let's go to D2 in the western bracket. They're in the third quarter. Number two seed Garden County and Crawford are tied 12 apiece, so Crawford giving Garden County all they want in the rematch there. And in the D2 East bracket for the second consecutive week, Fall City Sacred Heart finds themselves trailing. And this a little bit deeper into the game. It's Randolph 20, Fall City Sacred Heart 14 in the third quarter. And why not has shut out Lawrence Nelson today, 38 to nothing. Lawrence Nelson has had a great season. And why not making a statement with a 38 nothing win, they will take on the winner of the Exeter-Milligan-Kennesaw game. If Kennesaw wins, it would be back at Kennesaw. Why not? It'll be, in fact, on the road no matter what happens in that game. So those are some of the scores that we have for you already today. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. You have got the power running game of Blue Hill, which won't be affected by any wind. You have got the diverse offense of the Burwell Longhorns, who are also a big football team and can run it, but they will put the ball in the air a little bit more. We saw them a couple of weeks ago. Their only loss of the year to Amherst was on the rainy night. It was really hard to tell what Burwell got done offensively. Victory Sykes, a couple of the kids got banged up. They finished it out, but they just couldn't throw the ball that night. And if Blue Hill can uh, shut that down today, they're going to have a good chance to get the win on the road. But if Burwell can match the physicality of Blue Hill, you've got to like the Longhorns' chances here at home. Coming up, we'll hear from the coaches. First-year coach John Coffey at Blue Hill and Burwell Longhorn coach Luke Gideon. It's all coming up after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. Thramers Food Center is located in downtown Blue Hill. At Thramers, they take pride in their fresh meat produce and their fast, friendly hometown service. Stop in for their daily lunch specials, some home fried chicken, or any of their delicious deli items. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays, 8 to 5.30. Good luck, Bobcats, from Tim and Deb and the crew at Thramers Food Center in Blue Hill. Back on the New Tech Seed pregame show, a little afternoon football in Burwell. We were there just a couple of weeks ago for a great matchup between the Longhorns and Amherst, but the weather conditions a lot different. And today, Burwell will take on a team that's a lot different in Blue Hill. And we're pleased to be joined by Coach Luke Gideon once again. And Coach, I guess I'll I'll start there. Uh, It was hard to tell in those weather conditions, uh, whether that was the 7-0 Burwell team or if they just had some matchup problems with Amherst. You definitely bounced back last week. Uh, the weather will not be a factor in this football game, and I'm sure that's going to help you guys out. Yeah, you know, or the, the final season game you know, against Amherst was a game that we had looked forward to. And, you know, the weather conditions, you know, it played a factor on us, and I'm sure it did Amherst too. And you know, we things we had to overcome throughout that game, and um, we just wanted to bounce back uh, the first round, and we did, and our kids played well. And, you know, we've been playing all well. Even in the Amherst game, you know, we got out 
uh, you know, and took a, a lead in the game. And there was a couple times there in that first quarter we thought we maybe could have punched a couple more in, and and we just didn't execute well enough to to get back on the scoreboard again. And then once Amherst gets going, you know, they got going on us, and we had a hard time stopping them. And once they get it, you know, two or three scores ahead of you, it makes it kind of tough to come back. But you know, we learned a lot from that game, and but th- we got our hands full this week with a, a big physical football team that's uh, that li- likes to run the football, and uh, we better be able to stop it. Well, and Luke, you alluded to it uh, from the beginning of time. Coaches say you can learn from a loss. What did you learn? Well, I I learned. I mean, as a team, you know, it's you know we got to be able to overcome those kind of conditions because we live in Nebraska, and I've always I've told our kids, you know. Uh, you know, we we like to run the football, and uh, we'll run the football too. And I, you know, that's where we always start. But we feel that we um, we do a good job throwing the ball too, and that's always keeping balanced has always been good. Just like the Amherst game, I thought you know it come down to the point where we're gonna have to run the football. And you know, we had over 200 yards rushing against Amherst, so you know we were able to do that. And um, we we found out that our running game is pretty good. And last week our running game was really good. We had. Um, our running back had well over 100 yards, and um, our other guys had some good runs and some good yardage, and though we had a good big night throwing the football too. So um, we stay well balanced and, and play good defense, and we're a pretty good football team. We're talking with Luke Gideon, the head football coach of the Burwell Longhorns. Uh, we talked about uh, your line last time too, and you've got a young center there in Weston Swoboda. Uh, what what did he learn? Because I know Amherst, and I, I'm going to keep referring to that because obviously that's the, the closest game on your schedule, the one I saw, but uh, they brought a lot of pressure on Weston. Uh, did you have to do some things on your line to prepare for the rest of this playoff run? Well, you know, we always want to, you know, protect our younger players, and Weston has done a great job for us all year. And um, uh, we ask a lot for him to do. He snaps the ball and shotgun probably over 50% of the time, which, you know, is a lot of responsibility. And then if he's covered up, you know, you know, he's got to take care of the nose. But, you know, um, he, he's he's we're very confident what he does, and and he's a strong kid, and he's mentally tough, and he's a smart kid on top of it. And you know he's got a couple guys off the side of him, and we got some help from the back that we can help him out. And, and Blue Hill's probably going to bring some pressure on us, but um, we're just going to have to play well as a team together and uh, and help help each other out. Well, I think this has the your offense versus their defense. They give up some points, they score a lot of points, but your defense for the most part has been really stingy. Have you played anybody that on film looks like Blue Hill? Um, you know. We've, I felt we've played some pretty good physical football teams, and um, you know, as far as size-wise, I don't know if we, um, you know, position for position, have played somebody that, that maybe is quite that big. But you know, we've played we've played some teams with some good speed. Um, we've played teams that uh, that have thrown the ball well and run the ball well, and and I think Blue Hill does that too. You know, they're just a big physical team, and um, they're going to try to get most of the yards on the ground. But they you know they catch you off guard and throw it here and there, and so you got to respect that part of it, too. We're talking with uh, Luke Gideon, head football coach at Burwell. I'm guessing you're just glad it's not Elm Creek. <laughs> you know what? It, you're, you're right, and, but, you know, we were, we were, we were, I guess, we're ready to play whoever it was going to be, and, you know, our kids, the last two, th- the last three years, Elm, you know, we've actually played them the last five years in a row. We've, we beat them the two years before in regular season. They beat us the last three years in a playoff, which have all kind of come down towards the end of the game. They've been really close games, and we've lost a couple heartbreakers there. But, um, 
you know, I, I think our kids know what this round's about and it's important and um, they'll be up for the challenge. How are your seniors feeling and how has the practice been? Because when you have a Wednesday game, the weekend's involved, Sundays are involved. Uh, how's the week of preparation been? It's been good and the weather's been nice. We were out in shorts yesterday in practice, which, you know, in, in November in Nebraska and even here, though, I, I can't, I don't think I've ever been in, in, in shorts in November before, but uh, last night we were out there and we were in shorts running around doing our thing and, and, you know, it's been the first round before I remember scooping 10 inches of snow off the field. So, and that's been a week ago. So it looks like the weather's going to be nice tomorrow. And um, that always makes a difference. It's a little bit warmer. Kids seem to have a little more get up and go. And um, it's been a fun week. And finally, we're talking with Luke Gideon, Burwell head coach. We've talked about, you know, what, what uh, Blue Hill's going to do and how physical it's going to be. On that other side of the football, your offense versus their defense, you're playing at home. The intangibles seem to be in your corner with the weather being good and playing at home, and you've earned that right. How about your offense versus their D? Yeah, I like our offense. I like our offense against anybody. We've, you know, Throughout the years we've played, it seems like we've always got uh, being able to find a way to score points. And um, our kids, you know, with the group we have this year, they're very capable. You know, we, we score lots of points every game, and, um, you know, like when we played Am, you know, we punted. I think we punted once, maybe yeah, one time against Amherst uh, two weeks ago when we played. So uh, we haven't punted the football a whole lot, but you know, we've we've done a good job taking care of the football. And I think offensively this year, if I say something about our team this year, is that we haven't turned the ball over, and that's just huge in football if you can take care of it and kind of control the clock a little bit and and manage the game. Um, I think you set yourself up for a pretty good chance to win the game. Well, this should be a great one, Luke. Uh, great to see you again, and great to make the trip to Burwell, and uh, best of luck to you and the Longhorns. I'm glad to hear you coming up. That is the head coach of the Burwell Longhorns, Luke Gideon, and if they get a win tonight, there's a definite possibility of a rematch with Amherst next week. We will take a look at the starting lineups and hear from John Coffey, the head football coach at Blue Hill, right after this. New Beginnings Preschool in Blue Hill has been in business for over 10 years, helping your children grow and learn. At New Beginnings, your four- and five-year-olds will enjoy a warm and nurturing atmosphere filled with social and academic activities. Licensed and certified teacher and owner Sharon Kruger invites you in for a look around. They're located at 533 West Gage or call 756-3624 for more information. Best of luck to the Bobcats from New Beginnings Preschool in Blue Hill. The South Central State Bank of Campbell, Franklin, Oxford, and Blue Hill is a full-service bank, offering every banking service your family might need, including internet banking and bill pay. Log on to southcentralstatebank.com. Good luck, Bobcats, from the South Central State Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show as we get ready for round two action here in D1 Blue Hill, making the trip north to take on Burwell. So there's a little new flavor to this. A couple of teams that aren't all that familiar with each other but uh, have had a really good football season. John Coffey, first-year head coach at Blue Hill, joins us. And, Coach, congratulations. Kind of like last year, even though you're now the head coach, a little slow start, but that's because you guys had great competition and you're rolling along in the playoffs. Uh, You have to be pleased with the progress this team uh yes uh you know they bought into the system that i brought in a little bit different than coach porter did and you know they bought into it and like you said the first two games were pretty tough and we had a key injury right off the bat uh, austin rose got hurt against uh bds and i think he's healthy now and i think he's kind of the difference maker on our team for us right now talk about some of those uh, for the folks that haven't seen you and i haven't seen you yet this year just kind of watching what you're doing what are some of the differences uh from what these kids have done the last couple of years that, that you put in 
Oh, I, you know, I don't know if we did a lot of things different. We just, um, you know, we run a power game right now. We got a new power system we put into our program, and it's been working really well. And you know, it's a team effort. You know, with the kids and the coaches and. Um, actually, we're not changing a lot. We're just Blue Hill, hard physical football team, and ready to play on any night they want to play. Well, you've definitely been able to put up the points uh, throughout the year. The closer games is when teams are able to score on you. So let's start there with your defense. How do you think it is now here into the second round? You know, our defense is improving week by week, you know, but very well they have a lot of different options, you know, different people that are playmakers. And we're going to have to be, you know, on our toes and focus for every part of the game, and hopefully we can slow them down a little bit. Well, you've definitely got some guys that can get the job done defensively. Uh, and, and in your case, maybe they're not exactly the same guys that you would use on offense because you get into eight, man. You usually kind of say the same names, but Cody Manns has done a great job for you defensively from that linebacker position. Yeah, but right now he's the second leading tackler on our team, you know, and he's a junior, and, you know, last year hardly seen any playing time, so his game's really stepped up a lot for us, you know, and our nose guard, Scott Wademan, you know, he didn't hardly get any playing time until, like, the last five games of last year, and he's really been a big factor for us on the defensive side. We're talking with Blue Hill football coach John Coffey ahead of round two of the state football playoffs. The kid that we will mention on both sides is Mitch Kruger. He's right there defensively, and he's your leading running back. Talk about this young man. Yeah, you know, he's um, he's a pretty good player for us. He's a really solid kid. Um, you know, um, he didn't get much carries last year, you know, because Keithan got all the carries. But this year, he's really stepped up. And on the defensive side, he leads our team in in uh, tackles. He averages 10 a game. He's averaging uh, almost seven yards per carry. So he's a pretty big piece of our puzzle for us right now. Well, there's a few coaches, uh, John, and you know that we've joked with in the past, and, and Coach Porter was one of them. If they threw it five times a game, there was something going on. But <laughs> Jacob can throw the ball. I mean, you still aren't over the top at 20 times a game, but Jacob can throw the ball and give you an added dimension there. Yeah, he does a nice job of, like, you know, looking off one receiver and finding somebody else that's open, and he throws a very nice ball, actually. And like I said, he's one that never got hardly any snaps last year, and he matured over the summer quite a bit, and we're looking for big things out of him on uh, Wednesday night. And he loves hitting Jaden Hamill, uh, his favorite receiver by far. Yes, he does. You know, Jaden, um, i got the sheets right here in front of me. He averages 20.3 yards per uh, per catch, you know, and he has 14 touchdown passes. Jaden is a... very good athlete, and um, he's playing well also for us right now. Well, a lot of the guys uh, in the preseason magazines and All-State and all that, obviously you've got a special young man in Colin Brown, but that line opens things up for you. To, you can't run power football unless you've got a great line, and you do. Yes, you know, um, Dylan Bushall, you know, he's a good athlete, and Scott Wayman, he's our center, and then anchored by Mr. You know, Colin Brown, he's 330 pounds. He does a good job. Once, once we get our pads hooked up on you guys, you know, it seems like we do a good job of blocking and our backs just follow him and hope they lead us to the promised land. Another minute here with John Coffey of Blue Hill as they get ready to take on Burwell. Boy, what a matchup here in round two, Coach. Uh, maybe one of the most intriguing matchups. What do you see from these uh, Longhorns? Um, they're a very athletic team, you know, they like to spread you out. The quarterback throws a very nice ball, you know. They got a different formation on offense that we've been trying to figure out a little bit about. And um, I just think it's going to be a really good competitive game on uh, Wednesday night. As we talked about, I got a chance to see him play Amherst, but that was that rainy, not good night. They like to get the ball in the air a little bit, but Victory Sykes really just kind of kept it on the ground. Are you seeing more as you scout him, or is he obviously the key? Well, you know, he's probably the key, but there's a lot more players than just that one guy on their team, and 
we're just trying to corral them a little bit, and hopefully we can come out on top on Wednesday night. John, what would you learn those first couple of games? Uh, the last couple of years, these kids have really bounced back and went deep in the playoffs. What is it about that competition early that has made you a better football team? You know, they always said, you know, if you never fall down, you're never going to go ahead, go farther ahead. And, you know, we took our lumps the first two games, and, you know, our kids never hung their head in practice. They come back every day ready to go. And um, I think it's proven itself right now that, that we're a pretty solid football team. Well, we know that there's no easy ones in the playoffs, and it gets tough right away here in round two. John, I'll let you out of here with this. Your team went deep a play away maybe from making it to Memorial Stadium yourself last year by going out and, and battling Hemingford. Are there any significant differences besides you being the head coach from last year's team to this year's team? Uh, no, not really. You know, everybody's confident. You know, we're ready to go, and um, they don't want to bow out second round. You, We've done that for um, four or five, maybe six, seven years. I don't know how many we bounced out in the second round. And after the game, they all said, we're not losing the next game. We want to move on and hopefully get to Lincoln. Well, John, great football team you've got here, and uh, maybe we'll get to do this two or three more times uh, throughout the season. So best of luck tonight. Hey, thank you very much for interviewing us. That's John Coffey, head football coach at Blue Hill. We'll take a look at the starting lineups right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Ron's Pharmacy is your you-save pharmacy in Blue Hill with complete pharmacy service, including mail-out service. Ron's Pharmacy also has school supplies, American greeting cards, Russell Stover candies, and Timex watches. You can trust and depend on Ron's Pharmacy because they've been serving you for more than 30 years. Ron's Pharmacy proudly supports academics and athletics in Blue Hill and wishes all the athletes and coaches good luck. Ron's Pharmacy, your Blue Hill you-save pharmacy. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show. Doug Duda with you here in Burwell, getting closer to our kickoff between the Longhorns and, of course, the Blue Hill Bobcats. We'll look at the starting lineups in just a moment, but uh, we'll also have some score updates uh, that we will tell you about on our scoreboard. That is, of course, brought to you where else would you get scores by uh, Ashley Furniture Home Store where they deliver your dream furniture to your door. We already have some finals uh, from today. Why not? A winner over Lawrence Nelson, 38-20 to 20 is the score there. And also Elgin, Elgin Pope John able to beat Hemingford, the defending state champions, 34-6. to 6. We'll look at the starting lineups right after this. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FTIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. 
On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. And custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper. North of the railroad, First Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. And welcome back to the new Tank Seed pregame show. Let's take a look at the starting lineups for today's football game. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the hometown Burwell Longhorns, your center is number 68, a 185-pound freshman, Weston Swoboda. At guards, number 44, a 195-pound junior, Chase Hofschneider. And number 50, a 225-pound sophomore, Thomas Hughes. The ends are number one, a 200-pound senior in Ty Chaffin, and number four, a 220-pound junior, Tyler Gideon. The fullback for the Longhorns is number 22, a 210-pound senior, Lane Helgoth, and the eyeback is number 11, 200-pound junior, Tory Huffman. Quarterback for Burwell is a 190-pound senior, number eight, Victory Sykes, and Sykes not only can run the football as the team's leading rusher, he can also throw the football as he has went for over 1,300 yards so far this year through the air. The head coach of the Burwell Longhorns, Luke Gideon, assisted by Will Gideon, Mike Max, Jess Helgoth, and Philip Simpson, 9-1 and one with their only loss coming to Amherst, ranked 8th in D1. Now the starting lineup for the Bobcats of Blue Hill. At center, number 68, 230-pound senior Scott Wademan. The guards are number 50, 330-pound junior Colin Brown. And number 55, 190-pound senior Dylan Bushaw. At the ends, number 2, a 175-pound senior, that is Jaden Hamill. And number 11, a 150-pound senior, Alec Meyer. In the backfield, your fullback is number 54, a 180-pound senior, Austin Rose. The eyeback is number 25, a 175-pound senior, Mitch Kruger. And the quarterback, number 9, a 205-pound senior, Jacob Van Boning. The head coach of the Blue Hill Bobcats in his first season as the head coach is John Coffey, assisted by Tim Streff, Riley Arms, Jake Bachman, and Jeremy Meyer, along with Tyler Otten and Parker Trumbull. They are 7-2 and two on the season and ranked 10th in the state of Nebraska. They dropped games to start the year to Bruning Davenport, Shickley, and High Plains, but have run the table since then. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll be back with more from Burwell right after this. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. At the Aurora Cooperative, the I Believe in the Future of Ag campaign is in full swing. I Believe is focused on building capacity for the future of FFA at the local and state levels. The Aurora Cooperative is one of 22 corporate sponsors providing a total of $270,000 toward the campaign this year. We hope you will pitch in too. Your donation, along with matching funds, will be sent to the FFA chapter of your choice. Contact your local FFA or Aurora Cooperative for more information and join the Aurora Cooperative in supporting FFA. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. 
Time now to take a look at our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And nothing recently. Uh, in fact, the team's kind of getting healthier, especially for Blue Hill. But earlier this year, Matt Schaub, senior lineman, is out with a torn ACL, as is Trent Court. So those two young men uh, out for Blue Hill. And for Burwell, they have been uh, pretty healthy, been pretty fortunate all season long, and are coming into the ball game. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We're about four minutes away from high school football. The Burwell Longhorns and the Blue Hill Bobcats battling here on Classic Hits 98.9. And this is the New Tank Seed pregame show. Glad to have you along with us. You take a look at some of the other stats of interest. Mitch Kruger rushing for over 1,319 yards and 20 touchdowns this year for Blue Hill. Van Boning has thrown for 945 yards. In fact, Blue Hill, and it's not necessarily a Scott Porter versus John Coffey offense. They just have a young man in Van Boning that can put the ball in the air, and they have been able to do that a little bit more than usual. For Burwell, Victory Sykes, it's very balanced as far as running, 712 yards, averaging about 79 a game, and Torrey Huffman, 676 yards, averaging about 75 a game. But Sykes can get the ball in the air, 1,336 yards on only 72 completions, 20 of those for touchdown passes so far this season. We'll take a break and be back with more on the new Tech Seed pregame show as playoff football continues right after this timeout. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Barinol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, the digital protein design. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reaped the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back for more high school football coverage. We remind you that the Breeze 94.5 will have Kennesaw at Exeter Milligan. Kickoff is set for 6 o'clock this afternoon. And following our game just down the road, Ansley Litchfield is hosting Amherst. Kickoff at 7, pregame at 6.30, and we will start our coverage over on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Also a reminder that all of our contests are live on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. As they have the presentation of the colors here tonight. Taking a little extra time, but uh, well worth it. 
here at Burwell. As we were here a couple of weeks ago and, and looking at the field, you can imagine most of those teams that had to play at home a couple of weeks ago, you would see possibility of there being some tough spots. Now, it is November and it doesn't matter, but the field has recovered pretty well. Now, it is hard out there and there are blotches, and not a lot of blotches. You don't look out here on the field at Burwell and see 12 yards of no grass. You just see that they've done a great job since that game two weeks ago rolling the field and talking with athletic director Kevin Carson. They did it a couple of times, watered it down, cleaned it up, and they had, of course, a home game last week as they were able to defeat uh, Boyd County. And a reminder that that in that ball game, Burwell was a winner 59-26, to and Blue Hill beat Elm, Elm Creek for the second time this season, 54-26. to The winner of this game will play the Amherst-Ansley-Litchfield winner next week. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're glad to have you along for high school football, the state playoffs on KKPR-FM. Carney, Blue Hill, Burwell, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Blue Hill will get the ball to start this football game. The wind is significant here, and Burwell will kick off with the ball or with the wind at their back, so you kind of expect it to go sailing through the end zone. We'll see if that's the case or not. So Blue Hill gets the ball when we kick it off right after this timeout. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust with all your heating needs. Winter will be here soon. Is your heating system ready? Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Kelly and the crew will check out everything on your furnace or heat pump to make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com. Well, this is what it's all about. A beautiful day for high school football. A little wind blowing here at about 15 to 20 miles an hour. We'll be at the back of the Burwell Longhorns blowing from south to north. That's how Burwell will move. And for Blue Hill, they are going to motor from north to south or our left to right as we view it here along your radio dial. And back deep for the Blue Hill Bobcats is going to be Alec Meyer here on the near hash. And Kruger on the far hash, and we are ready for football action as Helgoth will boot it away. High end-over-end kick that will sail into the end zone. And as expected with the wind at the back, it is a touchback here for Blue Hill. And they'll line up and try and power the football right over the top here of the Burwell Longhorns. But both teams have some big old boys, and let's see how that plays into the football game here this afternoon. You see Jacob Curry, a big senior, coming out there on the defensive line, lined up against the 330-pound junior Brown for Blue Hill. They'll line up in a tight eye formation, offset to the left of the quarterback Van Boning. Kruger on the first play, tries left, nowhere to go, falls forward for a yard and a half, maybe two, and he'll be brought down by Chase Hoffschneider at the 17-yard line. Will be a generous two-yard gain, and it'll be second down and two. 
So trying to run it behind Brown, that first play of the ball game. And now they'll switch up where they put him on the line, and they'll go with an unbalanced line to the right side, double tight end over there. And the I formation again is offset. Hofschneider going to give it to his fullback who goes nowhere and loses two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Austin Rose was wrapped up immediately by Helgoth. It'll be third down and two. So third down and ten, and that means Van Boning might have to go to the air here on the third play of the football game. Good defense early on here for Burwell. And the one thing you're going to see off that first couple of series is how the lines match up. And you have to like what Burwell's able to do there. But this is a game of attrition for quarters. And they will spread the field. Twins right, single left here for Van Boning out of the shotgun empty backfield. He'll look right, throw it underneath. It's complete to Kruger. He gets to the 20-yard line, and he'll be brought down just short of the first down. Helgoth got him from behind. Victory Sykes made him cut it up inside. And it's going to be a gain of about nine and bring up fourth down and one. So just a simple little flare pattern. Gets Blue Hill nine yards, and it almost makes you think, will John Coffey go for it? He has not sent in the punting unit yet. And so the first big call of the game right here in Blue Hill, going to have to hustle. I can tell you right now, Van Boning has checked out of the game, and it looks like maybe they will. A wildcat formation. They're going to hustle up to the line of scrimmage, and they are going to go wildcat with Kruger ready to take the snap. He's got two blocking bags and a false start on Blue Hill, the right end jumped early and that will now change the call and a punting situation for Blue Hill. So that'll happen when you try to hustle up to that line of scrimmage, try to get the defense to jump. All of a sudden your team thinks they hear the snap count and takes off and our first penalty of the ball game goes against Blue Hill. So it'll be fourth down and six. Move the ball back to the 19-yard line and a punting situation here for the Bobcats. Cody Manns Ready to boot it away. And Sykes will get back deep here, it looks like, for Burwell. Fourth and six from the 19-yard line. Snap is good. Not much of a rush. And the kick is away. Line drive kick. Try to kick it away from Chaffin, who's back there. Inside the 20. Nice punt. It's going to die at the 16-yard line. That's a 45-yard punt and no return. And actually, Mans has a pretty good punting average. One of the things that we didn't really get into much was the special teams. We heard from the coaches in the pregame about their special teams. So flipping the field there, and Burwell will start at almost the exact same spot that Blue Hill did at the 16-yard line. First down and 10 after holding the Bobcats to a three and out. So Burwell puts their offense out there with Victory Sykes under center. One man in the backfield, Chaffin to the right wing. He'll put him in motion, and they'll toss it, try to get Helgott to run behind him, and he'll be brought down after a short gain. Drug down from behind that time. Looked like maybe Meyer got in there and brought down Helgoth after a one-yard gain. It'll be second down and one. Uh, no, no doubt that uh, Victory Sykes is going to keep the ball most of the time tonight. He is the leading rusher for this football team. They like to run. Not a true option, but uh, Victory will make that read option a lot of times. And they've got a good receiving core. Tyler Gideon out to the right, Chaffin to the left, out of the shotgun. They'll fake the handoff. Swing pass out of the backfield to Helgoth. Has the corner. 20, 22, 23. He'll be brought down right at the first down marker. They're going to say his knee hit short. It's going to be a gain of eight. And third down, or seven, a third down and two. They need to get to the 26, not the 25. So third down and two on the seven-yard Completion by Victory Sykes. We're just underway. Nine minutes to go here in the first quarter. Blue Hill went three and out. They were going to go for it on fourth and one, but false started. Punted it away, and it's third down and two. 
And six men on the box. They're going to bring that run blitz. Hand off off the left side, and Huffman fights for it, and it looks like he'll get it to the 27, 27 and a half yard line. Huffman, a gain of three, and the first first down of the ball game. Speaking of the field conditions out here, wanted to talk about those brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weeches. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top yielding Pioneer brand soybean. Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. And as we said, really recovered well from the rain two weeks ago. As Sykes drops back to pass, wants to throw it deep. Chaplin's behind the defense, but it's in and out of his hands at the Bobcat 25-yard line. A little late getting to him was Hamill. And the first deep ball of the ball game will fall incomplete. It was run perfectly. It just was a quarter of a yard, maybe too far, as Chaffin had to extend his arms as far as he could, and it just didn't haul in. They're going to complete that more than they're not if they go back to it later in this football game. So second down and 10 at their own 28-yard line. Scoreless in the first quarter. Quick snap. Sykes wants to run behind the pull of Tyler Gideon and doesn't get much as he's stacked up at the 30-yard line. That'll give victory a gain of two, and it'll be third down and eight. Trying to advance towards midfield. They need to get into Blue Hill territory for the first down, but it's marked right on the left hash as they move from right to left. Sykes comes over and gets the play. Devin Watts, who is a second string or rotates in on long yardage situations as an end, is in there as well. And it looks like they're going to go with Three wideouts all to the left side, including slot left Helgoth. Sykes takes the snap, throws it out here to Helgoth. Complete, he'll have the first down, and he'll be stepping out of bounds at the Blue Hill 34-yard line. Again, the 13, and the second first down and second third down conversion here for the Longhorns. So a couple of flare passes, nothing too fancy. They'll send the wide receivers on fly patterns to get the defensive backs down the field and allow the running back, Helgoth, to have a, a lot of room to run. One of the linebackers on him has to stay home. Chaffin out to the right wing, back to an I formation, and they'll give it on a counter here to Huffman, and Huffman is an ankle tackle. Falls forward on the tackle that time by Scott Wademan, and Wademan will bride him down after maybe a yard. will give Huffman a gain of one. So the inside running game, nothing early here for Burwell, and Coach Luke Gideon will send in the play, and Burwell, one of the teams that will run the quarterback over, keep him tired by the end of the game, checking out the plays. Second down and nine at the Blue Hill 39-yard line. Out of the wishbone, it's going to be a quarterback run straight to the right side. Sykes gets to the corner, 30-35. He's going to break a tackle inside the 25 to the 20 and brought down close to the 16-yard line. A gain of 22 yards on the play for Victory Sykes. And when they get up there and snap the ball quickly, they seem to have a little advantage over Blue Hill. They've been going on the one count almost every snap on their opening drive of the ball game. First and 10 Longhorns at the Blue Hill 16. Seven minutes to go here in the first quarter. We're scoreless. Blue Hill went three and out. Burwell took over at their own 16-yard line and is on the move. They'll put Gideon to the left. Line up in the I formation and back to pass looking for Gideon. Sykes throws it out here in the flat. Complete to Chaffin. Chaffin will take it in for the touchdown. Ty Chaffin, a 16-yard touchdown reception, and the Longhorns are on top. Sykes three for four on that drive. And that time, Chaffin was able to haul in the touchdown pass. And now they will line up to kick the extra point. Burwell can do both, but they've been fairly confident with Caden Owens, the sophomore. Doesn't have a long leg. He's not going to go out there and kick a 40-yard field goal, but 
he can definitely make the extra points. He's one step and kick. It's a low snap, but they get it placed. The kick is away, and the kick is good. So with 6.43 to go in the first quarter of play, it's the Longhorns 7. The Blue Hill Bobcats nothing. Timeout on the field. The touchdown to start this ballgame brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. We'll be right back. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. As we return, the kickoff is going to sail into the end zone for the second time here for Helgoth and Burwell. The state football playoffs brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Blue Hill trailing 7 to nothing here at Burwell. We'll have the ball for the second time in the contest, and Van Boning will come up under center with an unbalanced eye. He's going to drop back the pass, trying to set up a screen. He's hit. He is going to be dropped down. They still haven't finished him off, but they'll blow the play dead. They just grabbed him by the jersey around the shoulder pads and he wouldn't go down and it'll be interesting to see where they spot it it's going to be back at the five yard line a loss of 10 on the play and bring up second down and 20 not what the Bobcats had in mind they came right up the middle and so far we've seen a couple of nice plays by Hofschneider but he wasn't the only one there as they shot right up the gap and second down and 20 they'll go shotgun Spread formation, jet sweep. Van Boning's going to keep it to the short side. Looks for a hole, and he is going to be met by Huffman after a short gain. Get out to about the eight-yard line, a gain of three. It'll be third down and 17. So Burwell fired up, getting off to the early lead, just like they did a couple of weeks ago when we were up here against Amherst, but the condition's so much better, and the wind just uh, continuing to breeze, maybe down even a little bit here, around 10 to 15, as it was 15 to 20 to start the game. But a beautiful night for high school football, considering it's November. Trips to the left side. Van Boning looks that way on third and 17 at his own eight. He'll take the snap. Has plenty of time. Now rolls right. There's nobody there, and it's going to be picked off by Victory Sykes at the 20, the 15, the 10. He should walk in. He looks to the right side, makes the man miss, and into the end zone. Touchdown. Victory Sykes, a 19-yard interception return, and Burwell is up 13 to nothing. I didn't see a Blue Hill Bobcat receiver in the area when that ball was thrown by Van Boning, but there was a man about eight yards behind Sykes, and it was just underthrown, and Van Boning a pick six. And that'll make it 13 to nothing with Owens to attempt the extra point. And Caden's kick is on the way, and this one is good. So two touchdowns in a minute and a half, and Burwell leads at 5-17 to go here in the first 14 to nothing on the pick six by Victory Sykes, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank, here on Classic Hits. 
Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. No, Mom, it's Josh's turn. I had to take it out the last time. Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. With our producer engineer, Jeff Hextrom, I'm Doug Duda back here at Burwell, where the Longhorns have jumped out early by a score of 14 to nothing. A 64-yard touchdown drive, then the pick six. It's a direct snap to Kruger, and Kruger is going to come forward off left guard for about three, a gain of three, his second carry, five yards. And Burwell with that 14-point lead here, just a little past midway in the first quarter, and Blue Hill's got to find a way to just settle down now. They have spotted the Longhorns 14 points. They'll face second down. And about six yards to go. Again, it's a direct snap to Kruger, trying to give him more blockers. He'll come across the 20 to about the 22, and they'll stop him there. Third down and three coming up. So maybe a little different strategy here as the Burwell defensive line getting the job done here in the first quarter and is already giving Blue Hill some problems as we thought Blue Hill would be the more physical team up front. They put two blocking backs, and they just snap it to Kruger every time. Third and two. And again, out of the Wildcat, he'll follow his blockers to the left side. Actually had to flip over one of his blockers that time in Grant Streff and gets the first down. Used him kind of as a pommel horse and just went over the 25 to the 27. And a four-yard gain for Kruger and Blue Hill will have their first, first down of the ball game. And maybe settle things down here for a moment. 4.15 to go, first quarter, Burwell 14, Blue Hill nothing. Bobcats first and 10. They'll mark it at the 27-yard line. Put Van Boning back under center, but they'll pitch it to Kruger. Hole off the right side, 30, 35 to the 40-yard line and into Burwell territory for the first time tonight. Brought down at the 39-yard line. A gain of 14 for Mitch Kruger and the biggest plus yardage play so far of the ball game for the Bobcats. A nice run off the right side. They've been trying the left quite a bit because that's where they had a little more bulk and it had not been working. So they try the right here. They put the fullback, Rose, kind of in the slot left, and Kruger directly behind the quarterback. They'll give it to Rose, and he's a big old bowling ball to bring down, and he'll crash through a couple of Burwell Longhorn pins and pick up three to the 36-yard line. Hanson in there on the tackle. And also in there the big boy Jacob Curry that we talked about. Rose with his second carry of the ball game for a gain of three, maybe three and a half. We'll call it second down, and... A long six, short seven, however you want to mark it down. Van Boning back under center. Fake it to Kruger, rolls out, wants to throw. He's got a man deep down the field, but it's a little underthrown. Coming back to make the catch at the eight-yard line is going to be Hamill, and he continues to carry Burwell defenders inside the five and down to the three, maybe the two-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 33 on the play. It was just a little bit underthrown, but 
with the Burwell defensive back not turning around, Hamill was able to come back to the ball, leap up high enough to take the ball from behind his back and bring up first down and goal here in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. Trying to answer back here on the Bobcats. They go to the Wildcat. Kruger takes the snap, follows his blockers to the left side, but he is hit and loses yards in the backfield. Helgoth is there, as is Tyler Gideon. Rose pulled left his fullback, and Kruger never got a chance to follow him because Burwell was already in the backfield. We'll call it a loss of two. Second down and goal at the five-yard line. And Van Boning has been in and out of this ball game. And for Blue Hill, looks like they check him back in here. A little longer to get out of the huddle. Van Boning's going to line up in the shotgun. Kruger not in there right now. And so Van Boning's just going to take it right up the middle. Gets close to the goal line, but it looks like he'll be stacked up short at the one. I think Brewer was a little confused that they didn't see Kruger in the ball game, And Van Boning ran it like the Wildcat, except he is the quarterback, a gain of four, and it'll be third down and goal at the one-yard line. And I don't think Kruger got twisted up last time. I don't see him working on him at all. They just have the two blocking backs in Wademan and Rose. Third and goal, Van Boning out of the shotgun at the one. Straight ahead, left side into the end zone. Touchdown, Blue Hill. It's just man-on-man and tough, tough blocking up front. And the Bobcats are on the board with a one-yard touchdown run for quarterback Jacob Van Boning, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. So Van Boning will still have negative yards rushing, but he's into the end zone, and they will line up for the extra point. Jaden Hamill is the kicker. Cody Manns is the holder, but it's a high snap, so they've got to run the fire drill, trying to throw it, but it's an incomplete pass. Coming in there to make the tackle is Torrey Huffman. He hit Manns just as he got ready to throw it, and the conversion is no good. 150 to go here in quarter number one. Burwell 14, Blue Hill 6. You're listening to the D1 State Playoffs on Classic Hits 98.9. Brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. The South Central State Bank of Campbell, Franklin, Oxford, and Blue Hill is a full-service bank offering every banking service your family might need, including internet banking and bill pay. Log on to southcentralstatebank.com. Good luck, Bobcats, from the South Central State Bank, member FDIC. Thramers Food Center is located in downtown Blue Hill. At Thramers, they take pride in their fresh meat produce and their fast-friendly hometown service. Stop in for their daily lunch specials, some home fried chicken, or any of their delicious deli items. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays, 8 to 5.30. Good luck, Bobcats, from Tim and Deb and the crew at Thramers Food Center in Blue Hill. Well, Blue Hill now to boot the ball away into the wind, and the kick is made by Hamill, and it is going to sail into the end zone. And the wind again continues to kind of drop down, and it's actually switched a little bit. It's not directly into the player's face, and Burwell will take over at the 15-yard line, leading it by a score of 14-6. to Let's take a look at a couple scores we have for you on the Ashley Furniture Home Store scoreboard. Elgin has defeated Hemingford 34-6. to And how about this? Clearwater Orchard has upset Perkins County 38-36, to a major upset 
as Perkins County suffers their first loss. Back to pass is Sykes. Rolls out, has some time, but nobody to throw it to. So he's going to tuck it up and be dropped behind the line of scrimmage by Bushaw at about the 11-12 yard line. It's going to be a loss of three. The first sack of the ball game here. What a major upset. I thought maybe Perkins County was the best team in the West with all due respect to both of these teams and to Amherst. You kind of thought Perkins County was going to be there, and all of a sudden that really opens things up. So Clearwater Orchard and Elgin Pope John, they know each other, and they'll play uh, next week at Clearwater Orchard in the second round. Major, major upset. Bruning Davenport Shickley, a 12-0 first quarter lead over Neely Oakdale in D1. Second down and 13 for the Longhorns. Helgoth, shuffle motion. They'll give it to Huffman to follow him. It's a reverse. It's a reverse to Chaffin. And he's got a little room around the left side, but not totally fooled. Kruger is able to drag him out of bounds at the 20-yard line. They had second and 13, and now it'll be third down and five. So a good play call. Eight yards on the carry for Ty Chaffin, who they love to get it in his hands because this young man, can haul it in. He has one of the touchdowns. The other one is a pick six from Victory Sykes. And it'll be third down and five at their own 20-yard line. A minute to go here in the first quarter of play. Jaden Hamill trying to find the man to cover man-to-man. They're going to go trips. Sykes in the backfield on the penalty flag before this one gets going. That usually means somebody got going a little too quick on the offensive side of the ball. And our Officiating crew from the St. Paul area will call illegal procedure on Burwell. Each team has one of those, and those have been the only penalties here so far. In some other scores, Chambers-Wheeler Central leads Bertrand 26-6 in the second quarter of play in D2. Sandhill-Stedford, a 7-0 lead over Maxwell in the first. Garden County, a big second half to beat Crawford 50-14. It was Fall City Sacred Heart rallying to beat Randolph 34-26. Why not beat Lawrence Nelson 38 to nothing? 42, 41, 40 seconds to go here in the first quarter. And now Burwell didn't break the huddle in time, so they're going to have to burn the timeout. The first one of the game brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 40 seconds to go here in the first quarter of our second-round game of the D1 State playoffs. It's the Burwell Longhorns 14, the Blue Hill Bobcats 6, third and 10 facing Burwell when we return. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. Ron's Pharmacy is your you-save pharmacy in Blue Hill with complete pharmacy service, including mail-out service. Ron's Pharmacy also has school supplies, American greeting cards, Russell Stover candies, and Timex watches. You can trust and depend on Ron's Pharmacy because they've been serving you for more than 30 years. Ron's Pharmacy proudly supports academics and athletics in Blue Hill and wishes all the athletes and coaches good luck. Ron's Pharmacy, your Blue Hill you-save pharmacy. How do we come out of the timeout? They're going to throw it to Chaffin. Chaffin gets free, and he's down the sidelines, but a penalty flag right in front of the Blue Hill bench. It's going to be a huge first down, but it will negate the touchdown. Again, they cleared it out, got it to Chaffin on an underneath route. Nothing special. They just put him underneath on third and 10. And Burwell is going to be very unhappy with this. 
it negates the touchdown, but it is going to convert third down. The ball was at the 15-yard line, 25, about 30 yards. They'll mark it back 10. And let's see exactly what the penalty flag will be. It looked like Chaffin was behind or by everybody when that flag came out. But an illegal block at the back going to be called on Burwell. And let's see where they officially mark it. It's going to be at the 34-yard line. So it's going to be a gain of 19 on the completion from Sykes to Chaffin. But a block in the back will bring back the touchdown. Chalk up another first down, though, for Burwell. And what could be the final play of the quarter. First and 10 at the 34-yard line. Sykes, a quarterback keeper around the right side. Doesn't have a lot of room. He'll get to midfield and be brought down right there, maybe at the 39-yard line. A gain of five for victory. He's got 26 yards on four carries. And Burwell does not have to run another play if they don't want to, and it doesn't look like they will. Sykes is still over here. Uh, Huffman is actually on the sideline, and he's not to the not there until there's three seconds, so that'll be the end of the quarter. That's the end of the first quarter of play in the D1 State second round action. It is Burwell 14 and Blue Hill 6. You're listening to the state playoffs on Classic Hits, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. New Beginnings Preschool in Blue Hill has been in business for over 10 years, helping your children grow and learn. At New Beginnings, your four- and five-year-olds will enjoy a warm and nurturing atmosphere filled with social and academic activities. Licensed and certified teacher and owner Sharon Kruger invites you in for a look around. They're located at 533 West Gage or call 756-3624 for more information. Best of luck to the Bobcats from New Beginnings Preschool in Blue Hill. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. And Blue Hill on defense, trailing 14-6, second down and six, and Sykes will go straight ahead, bounce out to the right side, and there's not much there this time for victory. Sykes, in fact, they'll say no gain on the play. Satori Huffman, Tyler Chaffin, Lane Helgoth all had a little running, but it was mostly Sykes in that first quarter of play. 39 yards on the ground and 55 yards through the air. Burwell also adds a pick six. And they are up by a score of 14-6 to for Blue Hill. They were able to score on a Van Boning one-yard run to complete a 65-yard touchdown drive. Third down and five for Burwell right at midfield. Sykes back to pass, sends two receivers deep. Penalty flags as it's complete underneath the Chaffin. He has the first down of the Blue Hill 28. But we had penalty flags coming from two different officials and a hold will be called here on Burwell. They had two penalties for 15 yards, including the hold or the block in the back on this drive that negated a touchdown pass. Now their third penalty for 25 yards, one penalty on Blue Hill for five. For Blue Hill in that first quarter, they had 23 yards rushing and 42 yards through the air, including that interception. Van Boning was two of three with the pick. And most all of that yard 
Yardage came on the third drive because they were three and out the first two times. So after the hold, it's going to be not a first down. It'll be third down and 15 for the Longhorns, but they have already shown that they can cover that kind of yardage. Ball marked at their own 30-yard line, split out wide to the right, Lane Jensen and Devin Watts, and they will send Chaffin in motion, fake the jet sweep. It's a quarterback draw, and not fooled, Kruger makes the tackle of Sykes, and Burwell played it safe there. He's going to get five yards, but needed 15, and we will see Burwell punt the ball away, fourth and 10 at their own 35-yard line, and again, when you've been as successful as these teams have been this year, and we've kind of talked more about it with the coaches, how much do you actually work on punt game during practice? You do it a little bit so that you're good at it, but you haven't had much game experience, especially for Burwell. And Kruger will go back to receive the punt. He's going to stand at about his 10-yard line. Here's the snap. Sykes, there's a little pressure. Rose made him force uh, to get that out of there quickly, and it's an okay punt. It's going to go out of bounds inside the 20 Now they're going to say the 21 officially, so it's a 24-yard punt. So a 24-yard punt, no return that time, and Blue Hill will take over first down and 10, and a chance maybe to turn the tide after falling behind 14 to nothing. They get a stop on Burwell, and they'll take over at their own 21-yard line. Last time they marched it right down the field with the aid of a 33-yard pass. Van Boning under center. They have done some wildcap at this time. Van Boning under center. They will go with an end around. Hamill to the right side. A penalty flag as he turns the corner. 25, close to the 30. But I'll tell you what, the flags are coming out quick on anybody that's turning the corner. And a hold going to be called here on Blue Hill. And that flag is in the backfield because of the reverse. And so not only is this going to be 10 yards, it's going to be about first. Of course, it's half the distance, I guess. So. It'll be about first and 20, the first holding penalty of the ball game on Blue Hill. Well, and then they make a mistake as they marked off 10 yards here. Blue Hill needs to be alert there. They should not be 10 yards. That should have been half the distance to the goal. It's only about a yard difference, so it's not the end of the world. It's marked back there at about the 7, 7.5-yard line. And they need to get to the 31. So first and 24, direct snap to Van Boning. He's going to run it straight up the field, and he'll get across the 10, the 15. The ball may have come loose, and no indication yet. They'll say that the runner was down. Hoffman went and covered the ball as it squirted forward about 10 yards, and they will move him to the 16, 17-yard line, a 10-yard gain there for Jacob Van Boning. And it'll be second and long, about 15 yards to go. Again, needing to get past the 31, close to the 32-yard line. 14-6, Burwell with the lead. Nine and a half to go here in the second quarter. Doug Duda with you on Classic Hits, KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island. Twins to the left, Rose to block. They'll throw underneath. It is complete, turning the corner at the 25 to the 30 and then being hit and going forward to the 35, fighting for more yards that time is going to be Alex Eisman. Eisman goes all the way up to the 38-yard line, a gain of 22, and Blue Hill able to overcome that holding penalty and move the chains. At their own 38-yard line, Eisman on his first reception of the ball game, and both quarterbacks have been pretty efficient through the air. Three of four for Van Boning with the pick. Sykes, four of five with a touchdown. First out and ten, twins to the right. Van Boning out of the shotgun. 
And he will hand it off to Kruger straight up the middle. Excuse me, that's Rose this time. He just lowers his head and waits to run into the tacklers and then sees how far he can go. He'll get across midfield to the Burwell 38-yard line, maybe 37. Let's call it a gain of five for Austin Rose, his third carry of the football game. And again, when you talk about a Rose out there, he's a big old boy to put it fullback. Says 180, but he looks more like a 200-pounder. And they will put him offset to the right. Kruger behind in the eye. Second down and a long five. Option play. Van Boning is going to keep it. Hofschneider is there. He's going to help wrap him up along with Huffman. And maybe a gain of one to the 34. 36, excuse me. A gain of a yard and a half. We'll call it third down and three. So well covered that time by the Longhorn defense. And Van Boning now comes out of the ball game. So that means you're looking at a wildcat situation here for Kruger. Mitch breaks the huddle. Third down and a solid three here with his two blocking backs ahead of him. Kruger in the Wildcat. Burwell ready to send pressure. Straight ahead looking for a hole, and Kruger's got the first down inside the 30 to the 29. Great blocking. Colin Brown and company. Rose the lead blocker, and he's going to pick up a good chunk. We'll give him six on the play to the 29-yard line. So Kruger with his seventh carry, and it's been about half and half whether he's been lined up in the I formation or takes it as the Wildcat. Don't forget at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats, more scores, and previews of tonight's game. Out of the Wildcat again, first and ten. Kruger will throw it, but not this time. Steps out of a tackle in the backfield, just trying to get to the right sideline. Gets inside the 25 and tripped up at about the 23-yard line. Kruger being very patient following his blocks, whether it's right or left. And, in fact, they're going to say that he stepped out of bounds before that at the 26. So a gain of four that time for Kruger. But Blue Hill moving the ball again. And Van Boning now comes back in. So he'll be the quarterback. And they'll line him up in the shotgun. Takes the snap, fakes the run, drops back the pass, throws it out here in the flat, and it's off the hands of Hamill at the 13-yard line incomplete. Tell you what, these quarterbacks, the two incompletions and now three, have all been right there. Again, Hamill's going to catch that most of the time, just not here. And maybe if they throw it a little bit more, get him into the rhythm, that'll help him out. But as we said, Blue Hill, a team that's never been known to throw the ball a whole lot, has already put it up five times here, and they've thrown it a lot more this year with Van Boning. Two down territory, third down and six at the 26-yard line of Burwell. Blue Hill down 14-6. to six. They empty the backfield. Van Boning under center. Trips to the right side. Straight back to pass. Has time. Throws it out in the flat. This time Hamill had it and dropped it again. Oh, he had it, and as he turned to go upfield, the ball slipped out of his hands, and it'll be fourth down and six. So right now, whoever can handle the passing game is in control of this contest. The Lions have done their job. The first couple series for both teams, we saw who was tough, and now each team has kind of evened it up. Clock's with 6.57 to go here in the second quarter. 14-6 Burwell, and now a fourth and six for Blue Hill at the Burwell 26-yard line. Van Boning will come up under center, and now they'll shift everybody to the left side, giving him three wide receivers in the tight bubble. Back to pass. Here comes the blitz, and Van Boning is swallowed up. There were three purple jerseys there, and Van Boning never had a chance. Helgoth is back there. Also back there is Jake Hansen, and also back there was Thomas Hughes to lead the charge. Drop him back at the 31-yard line, and it's a loss of five on the play, maybe six. 
And a second sack of the ball game for Burwell. Comes up big on fourth down and gives them the ball at the 32 is what they'll officially say. So a nice defensive stand there after Blue Hill moved the football right down the field. Had it second down and six and couldn't pick up another yard. Doug Duda with you here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth in Burwell. A beautiful evening for D1 State football action. The Longhorns up 14-6 and Sykes out of the shotgun. Wants to throw, wants to throw deep and overshoots his main man in Ty Chaffin. Incomplete. That'll bring up second down and 10. First pass play for Sykes here in the second quarter. They haven't had the ball very much in quarter number two. And you talk about... Uh, throwing the ball for over 1,300 yards this year for Victory Sykes. Chaffin, 692 yards, and 12 of the team's 20 touchdown receptions. Burwell breaks the huddle. Takes a little bit longer here. Sykes has had a little success the last couple times running the ball. Hasn't handed it off very much. And Sykes back to pass. Wants to throw it underneath. This time it's complete to Chaffin. Midfield into Blue Hill territory. Has just enough for the first down as Kruger makes the tackle at the 36-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 12 and the sixth first down of the game for Burwell. Again, Burwell, after holding the Blue Hill to a three and out on the opening possession, marched at 64 yards. And Sykes hit Chaffin on a 16-yard touchdown pass. Then on the next series, Sykes had a 19-yard interception return to go up 14 to nothing. Van Boning then led a 65-yard drive and capped it with a quarterback sneak. Here's a jet sweep to Chaffin, or not Chaffin, excuse me, Huffman around the left side, and he's going to pick up five yards to the 31. That's the third carry for Torrey Huffman, and it'll be, yeah, they're going to mark it back again about a yard, so we'll say it is a gain of four on the play at the 32-yard line of Blue Hill. And again, Blue Hill got the ball to start the game, and you're getting into that series here where if Burwell uses a little more time, about three more minutes, and sticks it in, they're going to be in great shape. Six minutes to go in the first half, second down and six. Out of the shotgun, they get it to Sykes. He wants to run, breaks a tackle into the secondary, and Kruger has to drag him from behind again down to the 22-yard line. A gain of 11 yards for Victory Sykes, and Burwell is on the move again, and Mitch Kruger... They're asking him to do a lot, but he is the top man rushing, top man tackling, and you see what he's doing there from his linebacker position, but they open the hole right over the top of the center, Weston Swoboda. First out and 10, 21-yard line for Burwell. Up 14-6, 5-35 to go here in quarter number two. Under center this time, and they'll hand it off. Huffman left side, and there's nowhere to go. Spins out of the initial hit and actually got back to the line of scrimmage. He was hit out there by Cody Manns, but he couldn't make the clean wrap-up, so instead of no gain, it's going to be a gain of two, second down and eight. State football playoffs brought to you by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. They'll go twins to the right side. Empty backfield. Sykes takes his time, throws it underneath. It's complete again. This time he gets Gideon inside the 10 to the 5, and Mantle bring him down at the 4-yard line. A gain of 16 on the play, and another Burwell first down. So as we said two weeks ago, we weren't sure which Burwell team we would see or did, that we did see in the rain. We definitely did not see this Burwell team. Sykes had hurt his hand in that ball game, and then it's raining, so it was tough enough to throw the ball, but he has been on target all night long. 
First down in Cole. They'll mark it on the five-yard line in the Platte Valley Auto of Carney Red Zone. Eye formation. Helgoth the fullback. Huffman the eye back. They'll give it to Helgoth on a counter, and he'll crash forward for a couple of balls loose. It's scooped up. It could be a scoop and score here for Blue Hill in the hands of Jaden Hamill. Hamill's going to go all the way to the other end. A 77-yard fumble recovery and touchdown, and what a change in this game. Oh, my, 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 my. Helgoth on the fullback trap. They put a helmet on the ball. It squirted out and not into the pile. It squirted out so that the defensive back, Hamill, could scoop it up. And he raced 77 yards to cut it to two. And now a two-point conversion could all of a sudden tie the game when Burwell was ready to go up two scores. Van Boning under center, unbalanced to the left side. They give it to Kruger right up the middle, and he is in. And this football game is tied. 4.28 to go in the first half of play. Blue Hill and Burwell, 14-14 after the 77-yard scoop and score touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Doug Duda, our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, ready for more high school football after the incredible scoop-and-score break. And this kick is going to be headed towards the end zone, and Chaffin two yards deep can't do anything with it. So, boy, has that changed the demeanor here at Burwell. It has quieted down the crowd. And Blue Hill, of course, here at Burwell, they all set on the same side, so you've got to get along, first of all. But uh, it definitely changes What's going on here? The 77-yard fumble return for Jaden Hamill. And now Burwell, they've been moving the ball. Can they continue to do it? It was their first turnover of the ball game. Each team has one, and each turnover resulting in a touchdown, a pick six for Burwell. And the fumble return here for Blue Hill. So on first and 10, they'll put Chaffin in motion, give it to him on the jet sweep, right corner, 15-20. And then he is met by half of the Blue Hill team, including Hamill and Manns. And they'll mark him down to about the 22, maybe the 23. We'll see where they finally put the ball down, but a nice run there that time by Chaffin. It's going to be a gain of eight. He's had two carries and eight yards on each one of them. Four minutes to go, second quarter. It is now 14-14, Blue Hill and Burwell. The Longhorns scored the first 15, the Bobcats, or 14, the Bobcats have scored the next 14. Watts out wide to the left, Chaffin is over there as well. They stack a pair to the right, three men on the line, and they'll throw it underneath. And this one is complete to Hoschneider. Chase will get a first down, didn't need a whole lot to get the first down, needed two, and he's going to pick up about seven. 
across the 25 to the 26-yard line, and a gain of eight on the play. Burwell with their ninth first down. And again, remember, Burwell will get the ball to start the second half. They've got plenty of time here. They've got two timeouts remaining, and there is 3.40 to go. So all kinds of time here for Burwell to move down the field and stick one in before half and get the ball right back and maybe erase that scoop and score. Blue Hill needs to keep the momentum and come up with a stop. Again, they'll throw it out of the backfield and dangerous. It is caught by Chaffin in a crowd, and he's not going to go anywhere. Boy, they tried to throw that inside wide receiver screen, and there were hands everywhere. I'm surprised Chaffin even got the ball. It's going to be no gain. We'll call it second down and 10. Clock will continue to move here. And don't forget, following our game, we'll head down to Ansley Litchfield as the Spartans will take on the Amherst Broncos. The winner of that game and this game meet Tuesday night. And it'll be in Amherst if they win. If not, then it's up in the air. Second down and 10. Sykes back to pass. Underneath the ball is tipped. And will they call it a completion? Holding on Gideon. They come to the ground inside the 40. And they will call it a first down to the 37-yard line. That'll be a gain of 12. And we have another official calling it incomplete. Let's see what they say. And the white hat is going to say... It is a first down. So a little discussion between the two officials, and it'll be a 12-yard gain through the air. Gideon going against Hamill. Hamill kind of tipped it so he didn't grab it cleanly, and it ended up down between his knee and his hip as he came to the ground, but he maintained possession the whole way. Hamill couldn't knock it out of his hands, and a good job there by Gideon to hold on to the football and keep this drive alive for the Longhorns. 240 in counting. First and 10 at the Blue Hill, 36-yard line. Out of the shotgun, Helgoth will be the blocking back, and Sykes wants to throw, looking deep down the field, and comes underneath to get on the drag right to Chaffin at the 25-20. Right sideline, 15, and a penalty flag comes out at the 13-yard line. So again, it's a 23-yard completion, but we've got a penalty flag on the play. They have done a great job running that underneath route with one of the top wide receivers in all of Class D. And it is a hold. The penalty flag is at the 19. So that'll back him up to about the 29. They're going to get seven yards on the pass completion. And it will be first down over, but it'll be first down and short. About three yards to go once they put this football down, maybe two. We'll call it first and two, that rare First down and two. What kind of play do you run on first down and two? I'm guessing Sykes might take it to the end zone here with 2.20 and the clock running. Ball marked at the 28-yard line of Blue Hill. Helgoth to the left side of his shotgun quarterback, Victory Sykes. Sykes fakes the run, drops back to pass, has all day, throws to Gideon a little bit behind him, and he cannot hold on. Hamill was right there. Pass was at the first down marker. It was only a little three-yard dump pass, and it falls incomplete. Second down, and about two and a half yards to go here at the 28-yard line. Need to get to the 26, and it stops the clock with 2.08 to go in the first half of play. Again, we've already had a major upset today. Perkins County falling 38-36 to Clearwater Orchard on this side of the bracket. Elgin beat Hemingford, the defending state champ, 34-6. On second down, Sykes back to pass again. Going to the end zone, looking for Chaffin, the one-hand catch. No, can't bring it in at the five. And incomplete. 
Kruger covered him on that sideline pass route, and he just couldn't make the spectacular catch. So now it is third down and short. Other scores for you in D1. Bruning Davenport Shickley leads Neely Oakdale 28-0 in the second quarter. Creighton leads Clarkson Lee 14-6 in the second quarter of play. Chambers Wheeler Central leads Bertrand 40-12 in the second. Sykes back to pass. Little pressure, rolls out, throws it underneath, and bounces it to Helgoth. So it was first and two, and now it's fourth and two for Burwell. And they would be going into the wind early, but the wind has switched now. And Burwell has actually had the wind at their back pretty much the whole ball game. They do not have a field goal kicker that could put it anywhere close from this yardage, so they will go for it at the 28-yard line. Helgoth will line up slot right. They'll stack two receivers to the right side. Sykes, he's got to run it. Here comes the blitz. No, he wants to throw. Rose bearing down on him, and now he will dump it out here into the flat to Helgoth, who makes a great catch. First down inside the 25 to the 24, and I mean Hamill was right on him. He had his hand in there again, but Helgoth is able to grab it for a four-and-a-half-yard gain to the 24-yard line, and it's enough for Burwell to keep the first down and keep the ball here with 154. That is a big, big catch for the fullback, Lane Helgoth. Otherwise, Blue Hill takes over with all of their timeouts. And Burwell, a little confusion about the play call. They're going to have to burn a timeout here. They had too many guys in the huddle. And instead of burning the timeout, they're going to get dinged for illegal substitution. And that'll back them up five more yards. That is the fifth penalty of the ball game on Burwell. And now there's some discussion as to whether there were too many guys in the huddle. I think the referee just assumed when one guy was running out, there were nine guys in the huddle. Coach Luke Gideon saying, no, there wasn't. We just got confused, and now they will wave the flag off. So sometimes discussing things with the official does work. I mean, if you tried to argue a ball and strike with Chuck Friesick, he'd never overturn the call. I'll tell you that right now. But here, here, Todd Albert's crew, they're able to come up, and they're able to figure that baby out. It's going to be first down and ten. Burwell will light up again at the 24-yard line of Blue Hill. It's a quarterback option play. Late pitch to Helgoth out to the right side. Well covered, breaks a tackle, 20, 15, 10, and he is going to be bulldogged down at the 6-yard line. It looked like they had Helgoth in the backfield, and he broke the tackle to pick up 18 yards on the play. It'll be first down and goal at the 6, and another big play by Lane Helgoth. He makes the key catch on 4th and 2, and then here, He makes an 18-yard run on that late pitch that he took on the right side, and what a great job to break the tackle, and Burwell in business again in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone. And the time is just what they want, 1-10 to go. First and goal at the 6. Hand it to Huffman, trying to get to the outside, and Huffman will get into the end zone for the Burwell touchdown or down at the 1. We will not see the hands in the air. They'll say he's down at the inch line. You can't get that ball any closer to the goal line. So Huffman picks up five, and it actually lets them run more clock. And let's see if Sykes just sneaks it in. He's going to be under center, second and goal, sneak to the right side, touchdown Burwell. Oh, one-yard touchdown run by Victory Sykes. He's got a touchdown run, a touchdown pass, and a defensive touchdown all for Victory Sykes, and Burwell breaks the tie up 20-14. to Touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank of Kearney, the better bank. 
So Sykes with his first touchdown run, 43 yards unofficially on the ground. With just 36 seconds remaining, they line up to attempt the extra point. Caden Owens, two for two so far, trying to make it three for three. And this one sneaks over the bar, and it is good. 36 seconds remaining in the first half of the D1 State Football Playoffs. The Burwell Longhorns 21, the Blue Hill Bobcats 14. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to pass events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news. Covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska, go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Elaine Helgoth is perfect kicking the ball off as well tonight as he pounds another kick into the end zone. And again, Burwell at home is getting a little help from the Mother Nature as the wind switched right at the end of the first quarter. And it's not howling like it was earlier today, but Burwell's had the wind at their back the whole game. And that'll allowed them to kick the ball into the end zone. Let's see what Blue Hill decides to do here with just 36 seconds remaining in the first half. Van Boning will be under center. And Van Boning will pitch it to Kruger. Kruger sees what he can get on the right side, and he's not going to get much out to the 17-yard line. Just a gain of two, and they have held Kruger to 37 yards. Blue Hill huddling up. They have all their timeouts, but it looks like Coach Coffey is going to play it safe here and get this team to the locker room. They'll run one more play just to see if they can break a run as they'll come over the ball with 10 seconds to go in the half. Van Boning takes his time on second down and eight. Fakes the handoff and will give it to Rose. Rose trying to get to the outside. There's a penalty flag. He'll get to the 22. But that's not going to matter. A short gain. And that will run out the clock as soon as they get this ball marked. We'll see a hold on the corner again. About anything that's turning the corner, we're seeing a hold call on both teams. And Burwell... Of course, they'll take it. And they'll have one snap here if they want it. And I can't imagine that they would want it because this ball will be inside their 10-yard line. And the ball's going to go from the 18 back to about the 7 again. They're not marking off half the distance. They are making a mistake by doing that. It's going to be a holding penalty of about nine yards, and they won't have to run another play, and we are at halftime after all of that. So the Burwell Longhorns score 14 in a row, and then Blue Hill scores 14 back, and Burwell's able to answer with a touchdown with 36 seconds to go, but obviously the big play so far in this football game and easily our Usera Care halftime uh, play of the first half 
is the scoop and score as Burwell was ready to go in. They had it goal to go inside the five, and the ball was popped out of Helga's hands, and Jaden Hamill was able to scoop it up and rumble 77 yards for the touchdown. The two-point conversion tied the game with 4.28 to go here in the second quarter, or Burwell would be up two scores. Our Usara Care first half play of the game brought to you by the special people at Usara Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all of the Tri-Cities and beyond, call Usara Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Coming up on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, we will take a look at the first half stats. We'll take a look at the scores, preview the night games that are going on, and look ahead to what will be going on Friday. Plus, we've got district volleyball tomorrow. We've had live high school sports on our network of stations every night this week, and it will continue Thursday and Friday. Plus, there's Husker Volleyball and Hastings College Volleyball. That is just about getting underway for the Big Red, and Hastings will be at 7.30 tonight. Both are uh, playing this evening. We will take a break. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up with your score. The Burwell Longhorns, 21, and the Blue Hill Bobcats, 14, on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, and Ansley. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. And custom-fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper, north of the railroad, 1st Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Pawnee. Welcome back to Burwell. A big thank you to the many fine sponsors, Athletic Director Kevin Carson and the fine folks here in Burwell, as always, for their hospitality. It is time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. A big shout-out to Ravenna Sanitation, a longtime sponsor of high school sports on Platte River Radio and Platte River Preps. 21-14, Burwell with the lead here at the half over the Blue Hill Bobcats. Let's take a look at some other scores in the D1 West half. We have two games done, our games at half, and that'll be followed by Amherst, the top seed at Ansley Litchfield. Amherst was able to uh, cruise uh, over Ansley Litchfield a couple of weeks ago by more than the 35-point rule. It was pretty close uh, after that, but they held Ansley Litchfield to six points. Our pregame will be at 6.30 on ESPN Radio 14.60 and 15.50, and we will cover the game there until our game here between Burwell and Blue Hill is over. Once we're done here, we will also join that on Classic Hits. Already today, Elgin Public Pope John has knocked off the defending state champions Hemingford at Hemingford by a score of 34-6. to and they will have a familiar opponent in the next round. The dream matchup will not occur because Clearwater Orchard has shocked Perkins County, the number two seed in previously undefeated Plainsman, 38-36. Perkins County 
And uh, their coach, Carly Wells, he had the state championships up at Elgin, and he would have went back to Elgin in the quarterfinals. But not to be Clearwater Orchard with the Shocker, and they will play at Elgin coming up next week. And again, the quarterfinals in Class D set for Tuesday. In the eastern half of the bracket in D1, all games are underway. At the half, brooding Davenport Shickley shutting out Neely Oakdale 28 to nothing. The winner of that will play the Bloomfield Guardian Angels winner, scoreless in the first. East Butler and High Plains are scoreless in the first. The winner of that will take on the Creighton-Clarkson-Lee winner and the number two seed Creighton leading Clarkson-Lee 14 to six in the second quarter of play. As we take a look at uh, what's going on in Class D2, in the west half of the bracket, the top seed Chambers-Wheeler Central leads Bertrand at the half, 40-12. Mullen will host Anselmo Myrna at 7. Sandhill-Stedford in the second quarter, leading Maxwell 36-13. The winner will play Garden County. Garden County knocked out Crawford 50-14. This game was tied going into the second half, and Garden County was able to get things going and beat Crawford by a score of 50-14. to 14. And in the eastern half of the bracket of D2, Humphrey St. Francis and Osceola will kick off at 7. St. Francis undefeated. Osceola's only loss of the season came to St. Francis. The winner will get Fall City Sacred Heart for the second straight week. Sacred Heart had to rally. They were down in the second half but beat Randolph 34-26. to 26. And why not shut out Lawrence Nelson earlier today, 38 to nothing. The Exeter Milligan Kennesaw winner will take on why not on Tuesday. Exeter Milligan and Kennesaw just kicking off right now on the breeze, 94.5 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. So that is the score update from the Ashley Furniture Home Store. Ashley Furniture delivering your dream furniture to your door. Here it is, 21-14, Burwell leading Blue Hill at the half. We'll take a look at what's going on Friday in the playoffs when we return. Students are back to school, and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. At the Aurora Cooperative, the I Believe in the Future of Ag campaign is in full swing. I Believe is focused on building capacity for the future of FFA at the local and state levels. The Aurora Cooperative is one of 22 corporate sponsors providing a total of $270,000 toward the campaign this year. We hope you will pitch in too. Your donation, along with matching funds, will be sent to the FFA chapter of your choice. Contact your local FFA or Aurora Cooperative for more information and join the Aurora Cooperative in supporting FFA. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, with you here in Burwell with the Longhorns lead Blue Hill at the half, 21-14. to We've already looked at what's been going on so far tonight. Coming up on Friday, the 11-man playoffs continue with state quarterfinal action in Class A, Norfolk's at Bellevue West, Millard North will be at Omaha Central, Omaha West Side is at Omaha North, and Millard West will host Papillion La Vista South. In Class B on Friday, top seed Aurora will host Gretna at 7 o'clock, McCook is at Plattsmouth at 6. York will be at Elkhorn South at 7. And Omaha Scott will play at Lincoln Pius the 10th. In the C1 quarterfinals on Friday, 
Holdridge will host Boys Town at 6 o'clock. Central City will be at Wilbur Claytonia at 7. Also, Bishop Newman hosting Norfolk Catholic in maybe the most intriguing game. Ashland Greenwood preseason number one at the top seed. Columbus SCOTUS, that should be a great one in Columbus Friday night at 7. And then half of the C2 quarterfinalists are from our listening area. We'll have a pair of those games on our network of stations. Here on Classic Hits, the Gibbon Buffaloes will try and advance on without the services of their starting quarterback, Braden Snell, who's an all-state caliber C2 quarterback, injured in their opening round win against Bridgeport. They will take on Oakland Craig, and that game is at 6.30 Friday night. Our pregame is at 6. The rest of the games uh, on 12.30 KHAS at Duncan Field will start at 6 with St. Cecilia taking on 9-1 and UTAN. And the other two games are at 7 o'clock. Donovan Trumbull's at the top seed Battle Creek, and Sutton is at the defending champion, David City Aquinas. So that's what's coming up on Friday, plus the six-man state semifinals will be going on at 2 in the afternoon. It'll be St. Edward at Hyannis, and at 6 in the evening, Silver Lake will be hosting Riverside, and that is what's going on as far as the high school football on Friday. We'll take a look at some of the volleyball that's going on over the next couple of nights. When we return, your score at the half is 21-14. Burwell leads Blue Hill on Classic Hits. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. This football season, keep your favorite game day traditions running strong with the power and dependability of a brand new pickup. If you've been wanting a new truck, Tom Dinsdale Automotive has an unbeatable selection on their lot. Test drive your favorites and pick the one that's right for you. From Omaha to Denver and Kansas City to Sioux Falls, Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island is your truck destination. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. Back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, let's talk about some of the volleyball that is going on. Tonight it is Class A, Carney and Grand Island both in Omaha. The Bearcats playing Millard North, and they should be getting underway, scheduled for a 6-15 start. Those games are at Millard West, and Grand Island is currently playing Lincoln East at Omaha Marion. If they win, they would play a second match tonight. The Class B substate is set. All of these games are set for Saturday at 12 noon. Hastings will be at the number one seed Omaha Scott at 1 o'clock. The number four seed Aurora will host Sydney. And Grand Island Northwest, the number three seed, will host Columbus by a score or that will kick off at, or tip off at two. So Northwest and Columbus at two. The other matchups, Gretna hosting Alliance, Norris at Elkhorn South, Seward at Elkhorn, Platteview hosting Omaha Duchenne, and Waverly will be at Omaha Gross. The winners head to state. All of the Class C and D District Volleyball Finals are set for tomorrow. Here on Classic Hits, Kearney Catholic will play St. Paul at Grand Island Senior High. And on the breeze, 94.5, Hastings St. Cecilia will play Sutton at Aurora. All of these will begin at 7 o'clock. Ward and Pierce will play at Cross County. Gothenburg and Shadron will play in Sydney. Arcadia Loop City still alive out of the Loop Platte Conference. They will play Hemingford, and that is at Ogallala. In Class D, Hartland Lutheran and Ansley Litchfield will play at Kearney Catholic. 
Lawrence Nelson and Bertrand will play at Adams Central in Hastings. South Loop and Dundee County Stratton will play at Sutherland. And Giltner will play Elwood at Holdridge. All of those games tomorrow. Of course, the State High School Volleyball Tournament begins in Lincoln one week from tomorrow. Complete coverage on our network of stations and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The stats are figured up. Here of halftime of our second round game in the D1 State playoffs, and it has been as advertised a good one. Burwell 21, Blue Hill 14. We'll look at the numbers right after this. I think you go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status. Because they lived it, number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. They became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Mary Lanning Healthcare. The State High School football playoffs here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton at the half, Burwell 21 and Blue Hill 14. Here are your offensive numbers for the Bobcats. Mitch Kruger is the leading rusher, nine carries for 37 yards. Austin Rose, three carries for six yards. Quarterback Jacob Van Boning, seven carries, five yards, and a touchdown. 19 rushing attempts, 48 yards in the ball game for Blue Hill. Through the air, quarterback Jacob Van Boning has put it up six times. He's completed three of those for 64 yards. He does have one interception returned for a Burwell touchdown. So 64 yards through the air, 48 on the ground, 112 yards of total offense for Blue Hill, resulting in four first downs. They have three penalties for 24 yards. As we said, the one turnover, which was a pick six, and one punt for 45 yards for Blue Hill. For Burwell, they are led by quarterback Victory Sykes, eight carries, 43 yards, and one touchdown rushing. Torrey Huffman, five carries, 15 yards. Lane Helgoth, two carries, 19 yards. And Tyler Chaffin, two carries for 16 yards. 17 rushing attempts, 93 yards in the first half for Burwell. Through the air for Sykes, he started hitting four of his first five and eight of his first ten. He's put it up 16 times, completed 11 of those, no interceptions, and one touchdown pass to Tyler Chaffin. So 11 of 16, 114 yards through the air, 93 on the ground, 207 yards of total offense in the first half, 12 first downs for Burwell, one punt for 24 yards, four penalties for 35 yards, and the one costly turnover that has changed this football game at the moment, a fumble that was returned for a Blue Hill touchdown. So while Burwell has about 85 yards more offense, it was the 77-yard fumble return by Jaden Hamill that is the difference in this football game, 21-14. to 14. Again, recapping how this football game started. Burwell wins the toss, defers. Blue Hill gets the ball, goes three and out. They were actually going to go for it, fourth and one at their own 24, but a false start forced them into that nice 45-yard punt. But Burwell marched it right down the field. The 64-yard touchdown drive was 
Culminated by Victory Sykes hitting Tyler Chaffin on a 16-yard touchdown pass. The extra point kick converted by Owens. 6.43 to go in the first. It's 7-0. Another three and out for Blue Hill. Wouldn't have been three and out. They faced a third and 17 after a sack on first down. Gave them a second and 20 at the five. But on third and 17, Victory Sykes comes up with the interception of Van Boning and returns at 19 yards. Owens adds the kick. And with 5.17 to go in the first quarter, it's 14 to nothing. But that was all that Burwell would get until the final minute of this first half. On the ensuing drive, Blue Hill marches 65 yards, capped off by the one-yard Van Boning quarterback sneak. There was a bad snap on the extra point kick, so 150 to go in the first, 14-6. to six. Burwell still had the lead, and that's how it would go into the second quarter when the Longhorns were marching again, had it first and goal at the three, got knocked back on first down for two yards, second and goal at the five, Helgoth on the trap, lost the football, it kicked out to the for him, he was moving left to right or right to left as he ran, and it kicked out to his left to the end of the pile, and that's where Jaden Hamill was able to scoop it up and just had enough to outrun the defenders chasing him. The 77-yard fumble return and a two-point run by Mitch Kruger tied it with 4.28 to go. Then on the ensuing drive, a fourth down and two catch by Helgoth kept the drive alive. Then he had an 18-yard run to set up first and goal, which they capped off with the one-yard run by Sykes. Owens adds the kick, 36 seconds to go, and that's your score at the half, 21-14 in favor of Burwell. And they'll get the ball to start the second half. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Classic Hits. The second half is next. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. We are ready to get the second half underway, and Blue Hill will boot the ball away, and it is going to be returnable by Chaffin from the four up the right side. Has a hole, 15, 20, breaks a tackle, 25, and he'll be brought down at around the 28-yard line. First out and 10, that's where Burwell will start things off here in the second half of play. Doug Duda along with our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom. Glad to have you along with us, Ken Burwell. Get that two-touchdown lead here. Or will Blue Hill be able to come up with the big stop here to uh, start the second half of play? They line up in a wing T here for the first time. Hand it off to Huffman. He tries to give it back to the right wing. And Helgoth will come forward for just a couple of yards. So mini trickeration right there by Burwell. They only picked up two, but it was a different look there for Blue Hill defensively. A gain of two will bring up second down and eight. Helgoth was his third carry of the ball game, but he has had some big plays offensively and defensively so far tonight for Burwell. Sykes is doing the scoring, but he is helping him out. Unbalanced line to the left and back to pass. Underneath throw complete to Helgoth. Inside Blue Hill territory, he'll step out of bounds near the 37-yard line and move the chains again for Burwell. So they are moving the football. It's going to be a gain of 13 on the play. Sykes now 12 of 17 for 127 yards. First downs in the game unofficially, 13 for Burwell, 4 for Blue Hill. And Burwell's done a good job of sending wide receivers deep and then going underneath the Helgoth and Chaffin. 
Chaffin wide to the right this time. Back to pass again. Sykes has time. Deep over the middle. Chaffin's there complete. Inside the 20. Down to the 16-yard line. And that's big boy football right there. A gain of 21 on the play. And another first down. And Blue Hill will have to shore up that secondary or get some pressure on the quarterback victory, Sykes, which they have not been able to do. And Sykes has been pretty good about getting ready the ball. And Chaffin, a little hobbled, is going to have to come out of the football game here. It looks like when they made the tackle, he kind of bent over backwards on that left leg or ankle. And so he comes out of the ball game, and that will mean Devin Watts is in at the right end. So they will run it on first down. They give it to Huffman, trying to get to the left side, finds a little seam, gets close to the 11-yard line before Kruger can be... In there to bring him down with Austin Rose. A gain on the play of five. It'll be second down and five. So what will Burwell do with Chaffin on the sideline? And they bring him over here to the table. And trainer John Ullman taking a look at him and trying to see if it's just a little stinger, if he actually hurt himself, or if he just needs a moment. Second down and five, ball at the Blue Hill 11. Burwell already up by seven. They'll give it to Huffman again, and he's going to get to the 10. That's about all before they wrap him up. Nice job there defensively by the Bobcats, and coming in to make the tackle is going to be Trent Carr, and it'll be third down at about three and a half, so they'll officially call it three, put the ball right on the 10-yard line. A short gain by Torrey Huffman. He has seven carries for 22 yards. Burwell breaks the huddle with 9.45 to go here in the third quarter. 21-14 Longhorns. Third down and three. Rolling out Sykes. Wants to throw wide open. Helgoth, but he undershot him. It was a catchable ball, but it was down there below his knees, and that's not where you throw it to your fullback. Sykes has been spot on pretty much the whole game, but that one was a little low, and it'll bring up fourth down. Fourth down and three at the ten. So three, three and a half actually is what they need for the first down. Ten for the touchdown. And here comes Chaffin back into the ball game. Watts in there. Coach Gideon sends in the play. On fourth down, the ball right in the middle of the field, right on the 10-yard line. Chaffin will come to the left. Watts to the right. Helgoth to the right side of his shotgun quarterback victory. Sykes. And because the play clock's running down, Burwell is going to use the timeout early here in the second half. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people taking care of their customers at Nebraska Land National Bank. 9.39 to go, third quarter. It's Burwell 21, Blue Hill 14, and the Longhorns set fourth and three at the Blue Hill 10 when we return. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Fourth and three, Sykes is going to go quarterback draw, and he is going to be close, but I think he's got it. A favorable spot there for Sykes on a big play here early in the third quarter, and they will take a look and maybe even bring the chains in. They're actually going to move the ball away 
from the tackler and go to the official. That is an unusual way to do things, and they are going to bring in the chains here. The chain gang is bringing out the chain just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. We hope it doesn't happen, but no matter where, they'll get you home. And they are short. They are short. Sykes got three. He needed three and a half, so a good use of the chains coming out and stopped at the six-yard line of Blue Hill. So can Blue Hill now take advantage? Well, it's coming up with a big defensive stop here to start quarter number three. So Blue Hill will touch it first at their own six-yard line. Van Boning, the quarterback, comes up under center. He'll turn. He'll hand it to Kruger. Not much there off the right side. Keeps the legs churning and does get to the 10. Fought hard behind those right guard and right end. And Kruger's going to pick up about four yards on the play. Nice job of blocking up front that time by Bushaw. And it'll be second down. They'll officially call it six yards to go. So Kruger who could get close to 1,000 yards with a big night tonight is a long way to go. So far, just 41 yards. Second down and six, Van Boning. Pitches it to him again. Short side, right side. They get to him in the backfield. The penalty flag comes in. Victory Sykes got to him at the line of scrimmage with some help over there from Hofschneider. Again, trying to get to the edge. Another penalty flag. And it's going to be a hold, which will back him up half the distance to the goal line. That is the fourth penalty of this football game on Blue Hill. And let's see, maybe Burwell's going to decline this. Hold on. Burwell might decline the penalty. There's a little discussion here, and I think maybe that's what they're going to do. Burwell is going to decline this penalty, apparently, and we'll wave that off. So that will give them no gain on the play for Kruger. Right back to the original line of scrimmage between the 10 and 11-yard line. And it'll be third down instead of second down and what would have been about 10, maybe 11. It'll be third down and six. So Burwell going to try to stop him on one down. They'll spread the field. Van Boning empty backfield out of the shotgun. They'll send Kruger in motion, fake it to him, want to go deep on the wheel route, throw it up for Hamill down the right sideline, and it is incomplete. There was just too much indecision there. Sykes was covering him, and they actually both came to a complete stop at about the 30-yard line. And then when the play kept alive, Hamill took off again, and it was overthrown by Van Boning. But if Hamill would have kept running on that, Van Boning definitely has the arm to get it 40 yards down the field. Incomplete pass, and it ends up being a three and out here for Blue Hill. And they'll punt it away here with Cody Mann standing in his end zone about two yards deep and the very dangerous Ty Chaffin ready to return it at midfield. The last punt was 45 yards. Here's another nice punt, and Chaffin can't get it. It goes over his head, bounces inside the 20, inside the 10. He'll pick it up there. Now Chaffin will try and return, and there is a Block in the back, I thought so, as soon as he picked up the ball. And that is a huge flipping of the field here for the Blue Hill Bobcats. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a 60-yard punt from the 10 to the 10. And then you've got a block in the back that's going to push him inside the 5. Great job by Manns back there. And so the illegal block in the back, the flag lays at the 10. And they'll have it at the five-yard line now. That is not what Burwell envisioned. They thought they would have 
their next snap in Blue Hill territory, especially with Ty Chaffin, the outstanding returner. And whoo, that is big. Cody Mann's huge, huge play. And it'll be first down and 10 Burwell at their own five-yard line. We'll see what Coach Gideon sends in with his quarterback victory Sykes. It's 21-14 Burwell, 8.23 to go here in the third quarter. Burwell broke the tie with 36 seconds to go in the second quarter. Each team has had the ball once here in quarter number three. And out of the shotgun, Sykes is just going to take it around the right side or at least attempt to, and he is bottled up, stood up, and driven backwards. They don't bring him down until he's into the end zone, but it's forward progress at the original line of scrimmage, and that'll bring up second down and 10. So we're already seeing some of the adjustments that both coaches made during halftime, keeping an eye, keeping a spy on quarterback victory Sykes. He has run the ball 10 times. He has thrown the ball 19 times, and that's obviously 80% plus of their offense so far in this football game. Second down and 10 at their own five-yard line. Both of these teams trying to get to the state quarterfinals. This has been their Grand Canyon, both teams here the last handful of years. Burwell a little late breaking the huddle. Sykes out of the shotgun, fakes the handoff to Huffman, backpedals into his own end zone, goes deep looking for Gideon, and Gideon's got it at the 30. It's a foot race now, 40, 30, and an ankle tackle at the 25-yard line. Making the tackle is going to be Alec Meyer, but a perfect pass, victory Sykes. This time they go to Tyler Gideon, and they will pick up yardage all the way down to the 26-yard line, a 49-yard pass for Victory Sykes, and another Burwell first down. You go to Chaffin, you go to Chaffin, you go to Chaffin, and then all of a sudden, here comes the money man, Gideon, and that'll bring up first down and 10, Burwell. Not only out of the shadow of their own end zone, but in business in Blue Hill territory. They'll give it to Huffman as he tries the right corner, breaks a tackle, and a penalty flag comes down. The referee has thrown quite a few flags, not a ton, but like we said, every time somebody tries to come to the corner, we've seen holding. So this is one of the crews that likes to call holding. Some like to call other things, but this is a holding crew here tonight. And the ball will be 10 yards back, and it'll be first down and 20. So for Burwell, that is going to be their sixth penalty that's been accepted for a total of 50 yards in this football game. First down and 20 back at the 35-yard line. Doug Duda with you here on Classic Hits 98.9 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Just getting underway on ESPN Radio. It is Amherst and Ansley Litchfield with pregame. Kickoff at 7, and we will join that game here on Classic Hits as well when we're done. Out of the shotgun, Sykes back to pass, has time, throws it underneath. It's behind Chaffin, and he cannot make the one-hand catch. And Austin Rose, the linebacker, was on him. That is a magical matchup for Burwell. Anytime they can get that, they'll run it every single time. Well, in D2, Exeter Milligan, 22. Kennesaw, nothing. 22 to nothing in the second quarter, Exeter Milligan. And that game is on the breeze, 94.5. So not the start that the Blue Devils expected, trying to get over the hump against Exeter Milligan, who they lost to earlier this year in overtime. Second down and 20 now for Burwell at the 35-yard line of Blue Hill. Quarterback draw, and they get into the backfield and sack victory. Sykes coming through there quickly was Wademan, and then he was able to slip away from him but not get back to the line of scrimmage. And there were three or four Blue Hill Bobcats in the area, including Dylan Bushaw. And Bushaw will officially get credit for the sack. It's a loss of two. Third down and 22 yards to go. 
So Sykes has not had any success running the ball so far here in the third quarter. Can they find a bomb here through the air? What does Coach Gideon do? Try to get a little bit of it and go for it on fourth down? Or does he say, if we don't get it here, we're going to pump the football? Third and 23 at the 37-yard line. Out of the shotgun. Again will be Sykes. Fakes the handoff. Tross back to pass. Throws it out here in the flat. Gideon's got it at the 25. Breaks a tackle at the 20. 15, 10, and thrown out of bounds inside the 5-yard line at the 4 by Hamill. He broke the tackle, which allowed him to get the first down, and now it is first down and goal, a 34-yard pass completion. So two big throws on this drive for Victory Sykes that started at their own five-yard line. Blue Hill had them backed up third and forever, and Burwell converts. They're in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone with six minutes and four seconds to go in the third quarter. First and goal at the three. They give it to Huffman, trying to get to the left side, finds a little seam, keeps the legs churning, and is brought down at the one. So Huffman again, just short. He got it to the one before Sykes' quarterback sneak. At the end of the second quarter, it'll be second and goal at the one. Looking for a two-score lead now. The Longhorns here at home. They'll break the huddle. Helgoth will be the eye back this time. Look for another quarterback sneak for victory. Sykes, that's exactly what it is. And Sykes is in for the Burwell touchdown. Four touchdowns for Burwell, and Victory Sykes has had a hand at all of them. Two quarterback sneaks, a touchdown pass to Chaffin, and an interception return. And with 5.28 to go here in the third quarter, another five points bank touchdown to make it 27-14. And Owens will come in to attempt the extra point. Snap good, placement good, kick low. Owens topped at that time, and so the kick is no good. And your score with 5.28 to go in the third, Burwell 27, Blue Hill 14. The state football playoffs brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Barinol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. This football season, keep your favorite game day traditions running strong with the power and dependability of a brand new pickup. If you've been wanting a new truck, Tom Dinsdale Automotive has an unbeatable selection on their lot. Test drive your favorites and pick the one that's right for you. From Omaha to Denver and Kansas City to Sioux Falls, Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island is your truck destination. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. Helgoth to kick it off, and I don't know if he mishit it, but it's very high, very short, skipped and picked up at the 15, left sideline 25, and out to about the 30-yard line on the return. Helgoth had pounded them all into the end zone so far tonight, but not the case there, and Blue Hill will have their best starting field position, trailing 27-14 with 5.25 left to go in our third quarter of play. So can Blue Hill answer? They've been pretty good at doing that, but... One of them was the defensive touchdown. Let's see if they can get their offense going here. Van Boning out of the shotgun with two blockers ahead of him, and he'll follow him off the right side and get to the 30 and the 31-yard line. Not a whole lot there, a gain of a couple. 
They ran a couple series in the first half with Kruger out of the Wildcat. It's the same look, just Van Boning is the quarterback. And Jacob now, he's been sacked a couple of times, seven total yards rushing in this football game. BDS, 36-0 in the fourth quarter over Neely Oakdale. Guardian Angels in the second, 26-0 over Bloomfield. Second and eight. Now Kruger is in the Wildcat, takes the direct snap. Hofschneider wraps him up as he gets to the 35-yard line. And that's a four-yard gain. It didn't look like much, but Kruger does pick up four and makes it third and manageable here, about four yards to go. Other scores, High Plains now leads East Butler 20-14 still in the first quarter. Creighton leads Clarkson Lee 14-6 in the second quarter of play. Earlier today, a couple of big upsets. Clearwater Orchard beating Perkins County 38-36. Here it's third and three, and it's Kruger again, this time left side out of the Wildcat. Burwell's there. They stack it up. Hofschneider and company will help bring him down, and it is Gideon to finish off the tackle that time. Tyler Gideon stood him up, dropped him down right at the line of scrimmage, and it'll be a punting situation here for Blue Hill, unless they feel like gambling. Fourth down and three, they're at their own 35-yard line. The punter, Mans, has done a good job, and it looks like Blue Hill's going to line up to go for it. They have a unique situation out of a swinging gate formation. Burwell not sure what to do. They'll throw it out here in the flat to Kruger. It's complete, trying to follow his blockers, and boy, is he close, but he's got it. Burwell wasn't sure what to do, but I'm not sure Blue Hill was either. They ran the swinging gate with Four linemen out here near the right hash, and they threw it to Kruger behind that, and he's able to pick up just enough. We'll call it a five-yard gain, and that is only the fifth first down of the entire night for Blue Hill. Remember, one of their touchdowns was a defensive touchdown. Trailing 27-14, they're going to run the same play the other way. Center is the only man over it. They'll send a man in motion, Hamill, and this time they're going to flag it. The center, Wademan, no linemen. They're all lined up to the sideline, and the flag actually comes in front of the Blue Hill bench, so it wasn't like Burwell was yelling at the side judge. And it's offside. Uh, well, they're going to call lining up in the neutral zone. Offside's on offense. I've never have understood that, but it's going to be lining up in the neutral zone here before the snap for the Blue Hill Bobcats, and that is a five-yard loss on the play. And that'll be their fourth penalty of the contest that has been accepted anyway. And so they'll go back to their normal shotgun. It's going to be a pump and go down the middle. Hamill is open. He makes the catch at the 25, trying to break a tackle. 20, still on his feet. 15, dragging the man. 10, inside the 5 and down at the 3-yard line. Chaffin is able to make the tackle. It is a gain of 42 on the play and first and goal for Blue Hill. And we are seeing big plays through the air so far here in quarter number 3. The Bobcats in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone and a chance to get right back in the game. Burwell 27, Blue Hill 14, 301 to go in the third. And that was a beautiful pass from Van Boning. Now they're in the Wildcat with Kruger. He'll take the snap. It's low. He scoops it up, follow his blocks to the right side, and walks into the end zone for a Bobcat touchdown. And in the second and third corners, it just seems like when the defense has done their job, a big play sparked by the offense turns the tables. And now it's 27-20, and these extra points become very important. And let's see if Blue Hill tries to kick it or go for two, and it looks like they're going to go for two 
In a seven-point game, they tried to kick it the first time and had a bad snap. It's Wildcat again for Kruger. Mitch takes the snap straight ahead, and that's easy. He is in for the two-point conversion. Great job up front by the offensive line of Blue Hill. Grant Streff blew it up, and the center, Scott Wayman, was there with him. And so with 2.52 to go in the third quarter, the five-points bank touchdown makes it 27-22 Burwell, but Blue Hill has cut it to five when we come back. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reaped the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. A great football game here in Burwell. Doug Duda back with you on Classic Hits in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth in Blue Hill. will bomb the kickoff into the end zone. Again, the wind has switched. It's coming from north to south over the last quarter and a half. And so Burwell will start at their own 15. The team's exchanging touchdowns, both spurred by long pass plays, culminated by short runs. Sykes a one-yard run for Burwell. Kruger a three-yard run for Blue Hill added the two-point conversion, and now it's 27-22. Burwell with the lead, 2.52 to go here in the third quarter. The winner will advance on to play the Amherst-Ansley-Litchfield winner. The only loss Burwell has was on the final night of the regular season to Amherst. Blue Hill has won seven in a row. Out of that double wing, it's going to be a shotgun throw right side. Sykes to Helgoth. Had it, lost it. In fact, might have had it long enough for it to be a fumble, but they're going to say out of bounds, incomplete. Second down coming up. Victory Sykes has put it up seven times here in this third quarter of play. He's completed four of those. And he's got 117 yards through the air so far in this quarter. Sykes has two one-yard touchdown runs. He had a 19-yard interception return for a touchdown, and the first score of the game was a 16-yarder to Chaffin. But Blue Hill has hung right in there. Playing from behind the whole night, though. Second down and 10. Sykes back to pass again since two men deep. The crossing pattern is covered, and he is going to be sacked at the 11-yard line. Making the tackle for Blue Hill is going to be McCoy Menke, and that'll bring up third down and 13. And that is the first time that they have a second time, excuse me, that they have gotten to victory Sykes on a passing situation. But again, Sykes at arm, Chaff and Gideon, they've got such a good passing game that about any time they can convert it on that last touchdown drive. Remember, they converted on third down and 22, which set them up first and goal. Here it's third down and 17. Burwell at their own 12. Out of the shotgun with the twins left. Sykes back to pass, throws it underneath short to Watts, got what they could at the 18-yard line, and they're there. Blue Hill to bring him down. It's going to be a gain of six on the play and bring up fourth down after the short gain 
by the Longhorns, and they'll have to punt it away for just the second time in this football game. Alec Meyer among those in on the tackle for the Bobcats. And back to return the punt is going to be Mitch Kruger. Victory Sykes is the punter for Burwell. The first one was only a 24-yarder. They put some pressure on him. And here comes the pressure again. He'll boot it away, and it's not going to be very long, but it won't be returnable either. It bounces at the 32, rolls a little bit for Burwell to the 30, from the 37 to the 34, and Blue Hill will take over there after a 28-yard punt. So two punts for Burwell, they've averaged 26 yards. Two punts for Blue Hill, and they've averaged 52 and a half yards on those two punts. So the Bobcats now with the ball, and for the first time tonight, they've got a chance to take the lead. They had a chance on the opening possession of the game, but since then, they've been playing catch-up. First and 10 at their own 34, trailing 27-22. Power formation, Wildcat Kruger puts the hand on the back of his blocker and nowhere to go off the right side that time. Helgoth gets through there. Hofschneider has been blowing things up. He's not always making the tackle, but Hofschneider, if he's not making the tackle, is opening it up so the rest of his team can. No gain that time, maybe a half yard. I'm going to keep it at second and 10, no gain for Kruger. And now they will bring... Van Boning back in as the quarterback. Empty backfield shotgun. Twins both right and left. Three-man rush. Van Boning all day throws over the middle and tries to hit Kruger out of the backfield, and he overthrows him at the 33-yard line of Burwell, covered out there by Huffman. Van Boning, 2 of 4 in the quarter, 47 yards. The 42-yarder to Hamill set up the touchdown. Third down and 10 at their own 35-yard line. 46 seconds to go, third quarter. Burwell 27, Blue Hill 22. In the D1 state football playoffs, Van Boning under center, both backs in the backfield, two tight ends. And back to pass, trying to set up a screen. They do it beautifully. Kruger and Helgoth comes back, trips him up, but not enough. He gets the first down. Thought he was going to get that shoestring tackle, but Kruger kept his balance into Burwell territory all the way down to the 32-yard line, a gain of 13, and another third-down conversion in this contest. And Blue Hill going again. This one looks like it's going to be decided in the fourth quarter. No surprise there. 7-2 Blue Hill. And 8-1, and one, Burwell. Under center, Van Boning. This time they just give it to the fullback, and Rose will crash ahead. They just do that to keep Burwell honest. He's going to get a couple. Four carries, eight yards for Austin Rose so far in the football game. Use him more of as a blocking back. And Blue Hill will not have to snap the ball again here in the third quarter, but they're going to hustle up to the line of scrimmage and run the play. Second down and eight. Van Boning under center, offset eye. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, option. He'll turn it up himself, and Burwell's ready for him. They stack him up. Still haven't blown the play dead. His legs are churning forward. And where will they officially mark it down? Looks like they'll blow the play dead before he falls forward. It's going to be a gain of three there for Van Boning, and that will be the end of the third quarter of play in the D1 State Football Playoffs on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your score. The Burwell Longhorns, 27, and the Blue Hill Bobcats, 22. The state football playoffs brought to you in part by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust with all your heating needs. Winter will be here soon. Is your heating system ready? Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Kelly and the crew will check out everything on your furnace or heat pump to make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com. Third and six, Blue Hill out of the Wildcat. Kruger cannot handle the snap. It bounces. He picks it up, but he's going to lose yardage. And now decision time for Blue Hill. They're going to lose three on the play, and it's going to be fourth down and nine for Blue Hill. They are at the 29. The ball is actually touching the 30 of Burwell. 27-22 Burwell as we start the fourth quarter. Great football game here. Can Blue Hill come up? With a fourth down stop, or fourth down conversion. They'll go trips to the left. Shotgun for Van Boning on fourth and eight. Low snap has it. Rolls left. There's really not any pressure. Sends it deep. He's got his tight end. Kruger is behind everybody for the Blue Hill touchdown. Kruger, who had lined up at the end, gets behind everybody. And for the first time tonight, the Bobcats have the lead. A 30-yard touchdown pass for Van Boning. And it's 28-27. Blue Hill now obviously will line up to go for the two-point conversion and try and take the three-point lead. Boy, they had a lot of time there for quarterback Van Boning to roll out. They will line up with Van Boning. An unbalanced line strong to the right. Back to pass. Pop pass over the middle, and it's knocked out of Hamill's hands by Victory Sykes. He got his hand in there and knocked it away. So the two-point conversion is no good, but the five-points bank touchdown is a 30-yard pass from Van Boning to Kruger. And with 11-14 to go in the game, Blue Hill 28 and Burwell 27. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why or where. 308-236-99. Towing and repair. Kick it off here for Burwell. The Longhorns playing from behind. 27, Blue Hill with the lead for a look. Elgin knocking off defending state champ, upsetting Perkins County 38-36. to Ickley leads Neely up third. Creighton leads Clarkson Lee. Four. Burwell has dropped well behind the line of scrimmage. And Sykes couldn't get to the outside. Wademan's in there, and also in there is going to be McCoy Mankey, and they're going to drop him back at the 10-yard line. It'll be second down and 15. 
We saw this earlier, and Blue Hill couldn't get out of the shadow of their own end zone. Can Burwell do it? Second down, 15 after the five-yard third sack. They figured out his run game here in the second half. They'll spread the field out of the shotgun Sykes. Quick little set play for Gideon, and he almost tipped it into his own hands as it got there way too quick. Gideon extended that right hand and just got a fingertip on it, and it sails away incomplete. We have not seen Burwell do much of the slant pass. It's a lot of drag, a couple deep balls. And they have converted third and long a variety of times in this football game, and they've got it again here, third down and 15 yards to go. In Class D2, Chambers-Wheeler Central has beaten Bertrand 54-18. Sandhill-Stedford leads Maxwell 56-13 in the third. Garden County beat Crawford 50-14. Third down and 15, Burwell at their own 10-yard line. Twins right, single left. Looking, looking, throwing as far as he can for Chaffin, overshoots him. Hamill looked back for the ball. Chaffin looked back for the ball. They kind of bumped into each other. Of course, in this day and age, everybody wants pass interference, but it was not pass interference, and they weren't going to catch it, even if there hadn't been. And that'll bring it fourth down here for Burwell. And for the first time tonight, the Longhorns' backs are a little bit against the wall. There's still plenty of time, 10-26, but the punting game has not been the strength so far tonight for Burwell, a 24 and a 28-yard punt for Sykes, who stands at his own end line. Snap good, not a lot of pressure, gets it out of there a little bit better. End over end, taken at the 37-yard line of Blue Hill. Kruger across midfield, 35, trying to stretch it, and Hofschneider will get him at about the 33-yard line. A 33-yard punt that time for Sykes, and a return of nine yards for Blue Hill, and they will start in Burwell territory. First down and 10 at the 33-yard line with 10-16 to go. 14 unanswered points for Blue Hill. They've done it twice tonight. They were down 14-0, tied it. Then they were down 27-14 and have taken the lead, 28-27. Van Boning out of the shotgun with Kruger to his right. He'll fake the handoff, keep it himself. Van Boning didn't get anything. Burwell's there. And Gideon, Hofschneider, Helgoth all off the top of that pile. It'll be second down and 10. Neither quarterback has been able to do a whole lot through the ground game tonight. There was some success for Sykes in the first half, but in the second half, Sykes actually has negative yardage as he's been sacked a couple of times. Second down and 10 at the 34-yard line. Send twins to the left, Hamill to the right. They'll put Kruger in motion on the jet sweep. The quarterback will keep it in before they can run the play. A penalty flag comes flying out. And from the side judge, that usually means an illegal shift or a false start. And the call will be illegal procedure on Blue Hill. Five-yard penalty will make it second down and 15. So Blue Hill with their fifth penalty of the football game for 34 yards. Six penalties that have been accepted on Burwell for 50 yards. And the ball will be marked just on the Burwell side of midfield at the 39-yard line. Second down and 15 for the Bobcats, leading it 28-27 with 9.39 to go. Twins to the right and twins to the left. Empty backfield for Van Boning. Again, they'll move Kroger in motion, fake the handoff to Kruger, throw it underneath, and this is complete to uh, 
the end, Alec Meyer, who gets up field 30-25. He stood up close to the first down marker, and they did not expect Meyer to handle the football. It'll be a big gain, but not quite enough for the first down. We'll call it a gain of 13, and it'll be third and two, about a yard and a half. So call it a yard and a half here on the 13-yard underneath to Meyer. And two downs, obviously, here for Blue Hill to convert. Burwell needs a defensive stand, but they've got their hands on their hips. They look like they might be a little bit winded trying to stack the box here. Unbalanced line to the left side, counter to the fullback, Rose right side, and he's going to have enough for the first down. Austin didn't get a bunch, but he got what they needed, and that'll move the chains here for Blue Hill, their 10th first down of the contest, a gain of two. And now Blue Hill in the driver's seat, but remember... The big play of the first half, Burwell was moving down the field to go up two scores, fumbled it, and Hamill scooped and scored it from 77 yards, and that still is the biggest play of this football game. 8.45 to go, 28-27 Blue Hill and the Bobcats, a fresh set of downs at the 23-yard line of Burwell. Burwell crowned the line. Van Boning turns, hands it to Kruger, and he'll be dropped behind the line of scrimmage, falls forward to the line of scrimmage. Helgoth is there. Burwell is challenging Blue Hill to throw the ball. In fact, if Kruger breaks containment, he's going to score because everybody, seven of the eight, are up on the line of scrimmage, leading Chaffin, pretty much the only man back there in the secondary. He's lined up more as a linebacker than as a corner. Second down and 10. Again at the 23-yard line, Van Boning under center, and back the pass he goes. Little pressure, going to throw it off his back foot. Wide open is Hamill at the 5, and he's into the end zone for a Blue Hill touchdown. Sykes tackled him, but he had already crossed the pylon. A 23-yard touchdown pass from Van Boning as he felt the pressure, but Hamill was so wide open that he was able to chuck it off that back foot. And now this is very important for Blue Hill. It looks like they're going to attempt to kick it. So no matter what happens here, it would still be a one-possession game unless they fake the extra point. And trying to attempt the extra point is Hamill. The snap, this time it's good. It's down. The kick is blocked. And coming in from the left end to block the extra point was Jake Hansen. It just took too long to develop on the kick, so this game is still up for grabs. The 23-yard, five-points bank touchdown from Van Boning into the hands of Hamill, and with 7.56 to go, it's Blue Hill 34 and Burwell 27. Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. The South Central State Bank of Campbell, Franklin, Oxford, and Blue Hill is a full-service bank, offering every banking service your family might need, including internet banking and bill pay. Log on to southcentralstatebank.com. Good luck, Bobcats, from the South Central State Bank, member FDIC. And we have more high school football here on Classic Hits to follow. Amherst taking on Ansley Litchfield. It's currently underway on ESPN, 1460 and 1550. As Hamill will boot it away here, and it is almost returnable. 
I think if Chaffin would have known exactly where he was standing, he might have been able to catch that at the half-yard line and return it, but instead he was standing on the end line, and it'll be first down and 10 here for the Burwell Longhorns, trailing 34-27. to So the kick that was blocked that time by Hansen may end up being pretty big in this football game, 34-27. Blue Hill by seven, plenty of time. Burwell still has two timeouts. There may even be a couple of possessions left in this football game. And back to pass Sykes. Thought about going for it all. Now wheel route to Gideon. Gideon incomplete. A 30-yard pass in the air, but Kruger was stride for stride with him at midfield, and it's incomplete. Everybody was yelling at Chaffin down the middle who was covered, but this was a wheel route all the way. Good job there by Sykes to keep an eye on the play. Looked off. Looked off his first receiver and went for Gideon, but good coverage in the secondary there by the Bobcats. Playing safety for Blue Hill is Trace Ockingay. And then you've also got Hamill and Meyer at the corners. Kruger, a linebacker. On second down, Sykes wants to throw. A little short of this time. It's complete. First down, 30-32, maybe the 33-yard line. We'll move the chains here. For the Burwell Longhorns, finding Gideon, it's an 18-yard completion. Don't forget, at the end of the ball game, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. A look at the final stats, a recap of tonight's scoring. As again, Amherst, Hansley, Litchfield just kicking off on ESPN 1460-1550 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll join that game as well on Classic Hits after we're done here. First and 10, Burwell, Sykes to throw. Pump fake going deep again on the wheel route, but this is going to be picked off and dropped. Oh, it was into double coverage. And the young Trace Ockingay just couldn't quite get to it in time as they were looking for Chaffin, but that's probably the first time tonight Sykes made a bad decision as he threw into double coverage. And victory now just one of five here in the fourth quarter. And that was that last completion to set up the first down for the Longhorns. 27 for Burwell, but 20 straight for Blue Hill, and they've got the lead, 34-27. Chaffin will split out wide left, Watts to the right. They'll try and protect here, looking for Helgoth short. Now they'll throw out in the flat, and it is complete for a short gain to the 36 to the 37 before driving Gideon backwards. Gain of about four. It's going to be third down and six. That underneath drag route, Worked so well in the first half, mostly to Chaffin. But the defense has picked up here for Blue Hill. Again, that's been one of the stats. Blue Hill has given up points this year in all of their games, despite having a very good record. Third down and six, Burwell at their own 37. Sykes to pass again, short underneath, complete to Chaffin. He's got the first down into Blue Hill territory, and Hamill will wrap him up at the 35-yard line. They haven't blown it dead yet, and finally they do. Boy, his progress was definitely stopped, and he's going to be marked at about the 34-yard line. It's going to be a gain of eight on the play, and another first down here for the Burwell Longhorns. Unofficially, their 19th of the game compared to 10. For Blue Hill, make it 11 on that last touchdown. We'll etch that one down there as well. Burwell driving for what could be the tying touchdown. 
First down and 10 at the 35-yard line of Blue Hill. Sykes to pass. Back over the middle, looking for Gideon. Great catch at the 25 and down to the 22-yard line, and Kruger was blanketing him. That was just a perfect play at a gain of 13 for Burwell as they keep moving the chains here. I'll tell you what, after throwing into the double coverage, Sykes has come back with two nice pass plays in a row, and that was right on the extended hands of Ty Chaffin. The senior wants even more. First and 10 at the 23, empty backfield. Sykes forced to throw it out to Helgoth. He's wide open at the 15, breaks a tackle to the 10, stays on his feet and is shoved out of bounds inside the 10 at the 7-yard line. A gain of 15 more for the Longhorns, and that'll set up first down and goal. Burwell trailing 34-27 with 6.07 to go in the game. They're in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone. Top of the hill, Carney. Stop by and see them today. Your Ford store. Now Burwell can take a little breath. Here they are. First down and goal again. Mark it at the seven. Ball on the left hash. Trips to the right empty backfield. Sykes wants to throw. It's a quick one out in the flat. Helgoth in and out of his hands. No good. And after he tipped it, Kruger hit him right away to make sure that he could not corral the pass. If he did catch it, if he's going to be right on the goal line, if not in. And rolled up there on the play for Burwell and coming out of the contest is Thomas Hughes, one of the starting guards. And so Hanson, Jake Hanson, will come in. And that may provide some problems here for Burwell because they've been doing a great job of pass protection for Victory Sykes. They got to him a couple of times, and that's been about it. On the incompletion, the clock stopped. Watts out to the left. In the backfield, the block is Lane Helgoth. And it's going to be a quarterback run. Sykes, big room up the middle, walks into the end zone, touchdown. It had been pass, 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 pass. And finally, Sykes decides to go right up the middle behind Helgoth for a seven-yard touchdown. And now what does Coach Gideon do? It looks like he might go for two. They were three for four on extra points. The last one, the snap wasn't good. Well, it was good. They just kicked it low. And so they want to go for the lead. Boy, the extra points had been looking so good in this football game. So they go for two. Up the middle again, Sykes, and he got in. A quick snap, and Sykes takes it straight up the middle. And Burwell, 35. Blue Hill, 34. But there's still half of the fourth quarter to go. Six minutes remain. The five points bank touchdown. A seven-yard run from victory Sykes. And the hometown Longhorns are psyched. 35-34. The state playoffs brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. The South Central State Bank of Campbell, Franklin, Oxford, and Blue Hill is a full-service bank, offering every banking service your family might need, including internet banking and bill pay. Log on to southcentralstatebank.com. Good luck, Bobcats, from the South Central State Bank, member FDIC. Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer Jeff Ekstrom in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. What a game, 35-34. Burwell now back on top after the touchdown run and two-point conversion. And the kick away, Helgoth 
Trying to pound it into the end zone, and he does. Kruger will take it seven yards deep, and it'll be first and ten Blue Hill at their own 15-yard line. These teams are trying to snap long playoff losing streaks. They keep getting to the playoffs. They just don't get very deep. Burwell has been eliminated in the second round four straight years. Blue Hill has been eliminated in the second round six straight years, from 11-man to 8-man last year. Amherst is already on the board, 7-0, leading Ansley Litchfield. The game on ESPN, 14-60 and 15-50. First out and 10, Van Boning under center. They want to run option, pitches it to Kruger. Late developing play, and Kruger is hit behind the line of scrimmage. Looks like Sykes is over there to get him, and maybe a loss on the play of a yard and a half. It'll be second down, we'll say 11, just a loss of one on the play for Kruger, but Mitch has just not been able to get on track tonight. He's done his job. They've had him in the Wildcat. They've had him doing a variety of things. He made the big touchdown catch earlier in this half, but just hasn't been able to do much on the ground. Second down and 11 at their own 14. Van Boning under center. They want to go end around Hamill from left to right. Turns the corner. Not much there for blocking. He'll get to the line of scrimmage. Dive across the 15 to about the 17-yard line, and it's going to be a three-yard gain that time for Jaden Hamill. And when he turned the corner, there were three purple jerseys waiting for him, so absolutely did not fool the Burwell Longhorns. Third down, Will Collinade at the 17-yard line of Blue Hill. Van Boning will spread the field and come out of the shotgun with twins right and twins left. Van Boning, back to pass, has all day. Throws it out here in the flat and over Kruger's head. Boy, he got excited when Kruger broke and, well, overthrew him. Incomplete. And Blue Hill's going to have to punt this football. They are too deep in their own territory. Too much time left. And now I do not see Hamill in there as the punter. Blue Hill has put in Joe Mackin in a punt formation. I can't imagine that this is going to be a punt. Fourth down and eight. They snap it to him. And the kick is away. And he gets a decent kick. Bounces at the 40, good roll at the 30, and it's going to die at the 28-yard line. That is a 35-yard punt, but I'm not sure if something happened or if they just wanted to not kick it that far. Give credit there to the freshman left footer, Joe Mackin, on that punt. We'll have to find out more later on from... The head coach, John Coffey, about that call. First down and 10, Burwell. They'll call it their own 29-yard line. They lead it by one with 5.08 to go. They need to run out the clock. And it's going to be Victory Sykes to run it left. He's got the hole. He's into the secondary. He's got the first down. Again, a 10 to the 39. And for Blue Hill, they've just got to be careful here. Keep playing the defense you've been playing. Don't get crazy. There's plenty of time left in this football game. But don't sell out and get burnt by the big play. And that's almost what happened there. They pack the box. They try to strip the ball. And the next thing you know, Sykes, instead of getting four, gets ten. And Burwell looking to advance to the state quarterfinals. 4.50 in the clock running. And for Burwell, it's been 2007 that they've been any deeper than this round. First and 10 at their own 39-yard line. Sykes hands it off to the second man through. Turning the legs. Huffman hit in the backfield, but ends up getting four to the 36-yard line of Blue Hill. And it happened again. 
trying to strip the football. They had him for a yard loss. He gets four. Second and six. When we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Burwell, 35. Blue Hill, 34. Each team converting a two-point conversion after their last touchdown. In fact, uh, excuse me, Blue Hill did not convert the two-point conversion. Burwell uses most of the clock, hands it off, and blitzing through and drop behind the line of scrimmage. Give the tackle to Wademan as Helgoth is dropped for a couple of yard loss behind the line of scrimmage, and Blue Hill's going to use a timeout. So that's going to be a loss of about seven on the play. Helgoth dropped deep behind the line of scrimmage, and it's going to bring up, oh, now they're going to move the football. They had it marked two yards behind the line, which would have been third and 12. Now they've got it third down and 10. So Blue Hill will use their first timeout in this football game, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. 3.50 to go in the game. Burwell 35, Blue Hill 34. Thramers Food Center is located in downtown Blue Hill. At Thramers, they take pride in their fresh meat produce and their fast, friendly hometown service. Stop in for their daily lunch specials, some home fried chicken, or any of their delicious deli items. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays, 8 to 5.30. Good luck, Bobcats, from Tim and Deb and the crew at Thramers Food Center in Blue Hill. The Longhorns lead the Bobcats 35-34 in the state D1 playoffs. The winner advances to the quarterfinals. The loser... A valiant effort, but their season ends. Third down and 10, Burwell at midfield. Trips to the left. Sykes takes the snap. Back to pass. Looking underneath. The throw is knocked down. A one-hand batted down by Austin Rose, and it'll bring up fourth down and 10 for Burwell. And we'll see if Coach Luke Gideon goes with a directional punt here or just tries to kick it as far as they can with Mitch Kruger. Back to receive the kick. The last punt by Sykes was his best, 33 yards. He hits that here. He'll be very happy. So fourth down and 10, 3.46 to go. Sykes takes the snap, little pressure up the middle, gets it away, kicks it away from Kruger, trying to get it out of bounds, does a perfect job. Perfect job out of bounds at the nine-yard line, a 31-yard punt, and Blue Hill will have to march the field And you have to wonder if they get close enough, would they attempt the field goal with Hamill? The season comes down to this. 3.40 to go and 69 yards, make it 71 yards away from Paydirt for the Blue Hill Bobcats. Burwell 35 and Blue Hill 34. First down and 10. They'll go out of the shotgun this time with Van Boning. Twins to the left. Back to pass, no pressure. Now there is, rolls out, throws into double coverage and smartly overthrows Hamill, who was covered out here by Hansen and Chaffin. Burwell knows who Van Boning loves to get the ball to in Jaden Hamill, and it is incomplete. Stops the clock with 335, second down and 10. 
Amherst 7, Ansley Litchfield nothing in the first quarter. Currently airing on ESPN 14-60 and 15-50. We'll join that game here when we're done. 3.35 to go. Second and 10, Blue Hill at their own 9. Fake the jet sweep. Throw it out of the backfield to Kruger. Has a little room down the left side. 15, breaks a tackle 20 and steps out of bounds. Stops the clock at the 21-yard line at a first down. A gain of 12 on the play. And move the chains for Blue Hill, and that's all they've got to do. They're in a pretty good position right here. Plenty of time. They've got two timeouts, and they're only down one, so they don't have to chuck it deep down the field. Little dink and dunks like that. Maybe a run mixed in. Austin Rose will actually check out of the ball game. Split wide to the left here will be Alec Eisman. Twins left, empty backfield, shotgun Van Boning. Three-step drop. Has time. Surveys the field. Nobody's open now. Throws it as far as he can into coverage, and it is caught at the 25. Breaking a tackle. Hamill at the 20. 15. Cuts back 10. Still fighting to the five-yard line. First and goal, Blue Hill. They just got turned around back there in the backfield. The ball hung in the air the second time that Hamill has been able to come back and get the football. That is a gain of 54 yards, setting up first down and goal for Blue Hill. Now, if you're Burwell, do you hope they score right away or do you give it everything you have here on defense? Sometimes those last five yards are the hardest to get. Will Blue Hill go wildcat? All kinds of options right now. First and goal in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone for Blue Hill. And they will go Wildcat with Mitch Kruger to take the snap. The two blocking backs ahead of him. Clean snap. Starts left. Tries to kick it outside and gets into the end zone for a Blue Hill touchdown with 2.53 to go. The Bobcats regain the lead 40-35. to And now they'll have to go for two to try and get up by seven. Although Burwell last time could have kicked the extra point to tie it, they went for two and converted it. So Mitch Kruger is into the end zone for the second time tonight on the ground. He also has a receiving touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And so they're going to go for two. A little late breaking the huddle. Van Boning is under center. Still have time on balance to the left. Fakes the handoff, rolls out. Van Boning has some pressure. He's hit, he's sacked, and the two-point conversion is no good. So with 2.53 to go in this D1 state playoff game, it's Blue Hill 40 and Burwell 35 on KKPR-FM. Carney, Hastings, Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ron's Pharmacy is your you-save pharmacy in Blue Hill with complete pharmacy service, including mail-out service. Ron's Pharmacy also has school supplies, American greeting cards, Russell Stover candies, and Timex watches. You can trust and depend on Ron's Pharmacy because they've been serving you for more than 30 years. Ron's Pharmacy proudly supports academics and athletics in Blue Hill and wishes all the athletes and coaches good luck. Ron's Pharmacy, your Blue Hill you-save pharmacy. New Beginnings Preschool in Blue Hill has been in business for over 10 years, helping your children grow and learn. At New Beginnings, your four- and five-year-olds will enjoy a warm and nurturing atmosphere filled with social and academic activities. Licensed and certified teacher and owner Sharon Kruger invites you in for a look around. They're located at 533 West Gage or call 756-3624 for more information. Best of luck to the Bobcats from New Beginnings Preschool in Blue Hill. Punch counterpunch. Back and forth we go in this fourth quarter and ready to boot it away off the tee again is Jaden Hamill. 
And the kick is a line drive. Chaffin has to go into the end zone. Again, it's just deep enough, a yard or two deep, that Burwell cannot return it. And so what could be the final drive of the year, both teams here will start at the Burwell 15-yard line. Back at the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you high school football. Here in the playoffs, it includes Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. 40-35. to 35. Blue Hill back on top. So far, we've had four touchdowns in this fourth quarter of play as the teams have exchanged the lead. Now Burwell's turn. First and 10, Sykes out of the shotgun, three wideouts, Helgoth back to block, a quick slant complete to Gideon at the 20 to the 22-yard line, a gain of seven. He's tackled in there by Rose and Kruger. And Sykes is going to be over 30 pass attempts in this football game, and he's going to have run about 15 times so far in this game. So it goes through Sykes, but his line blocks, he's going to be able to move them. On second down and three, Sykes quarterback run. Started up the middle, now cuts to the outside. He'll head to the pylon. He is hit out of bounds for a first down. He got enough for the first down to the 26-yard line, stopping the clock here for the Longhorns. It'll be at the 26 with 2.21 to go. Again, plenty of time, and Burwell has two timeouts remaining. Don't forget the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is next. Also, don't forget, not only is Ansley Litchfield and Amherst on ESPN Radio with a 13-0 Amherst, we'll join it here on Classic Hits 98-9. On the breeze, 94.5, they have reached halftime. Exeter Milligan, 28, and Kennesaw, 8 in Class D2. Tomorrow night, it's high school volleyball action. District finals, Kearney Catholic St. Paul here on Classic Hits from Grand Island Senior High. St. Cecilia Sutton from Aurora on the breeze, 94.5 FM. And all of them in the area get underway tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. And it looks like some equipment problem for Mitch Kruger, the linebacker here for Blue Hill. So they need to bring him out for a play, and Trent Carr will come in to take his place. First and 10, Burwell, just across the 25-yard line. Sykes out of the shotgun. Hell got the block. Quick little out here to Watts. It's complete. He cuts back, breaks a tackle, 35-40. Right sideline, 35-30, and he's out of bounds in Blue Hill territory at the 31-yard line. 24 yards to Devin Watts. As we said earlier in the ball game, here's a kid we saw make a couple of nice catches against Amherst. They don't go to him a lot, but when they do go to him, the defense usually isn't suspecting it, and he's able to make a play. Clock stops with 2.14 to go. First down and 10 at the Blue Hill 31-yard line. Same formation. Single right, single left. Sykes wants to run, follows Helgoth, has a little room into the secondary. 25-20-15, and he's tripped up at the 14-yard line. Another Burwell first down, a gain of 16 for Victory Sykes. 2.09 to go. First and 10 at the 15. And now you got the Burwell fans going, we got to score. Don't score too quick. We got to score. Don't score too quick. Blue Hill saying, we got to get a stop. But if we don't, get in there now so we can get the football. Ty Chaffin splits out wide to the left. Watts to the right. Out of the shotgun. It's a quick wide receiver screen. Out to Chaffin. He shakes and bakes. Makes a man miss. 10, 5, and he's going to be brought down inside the 5-yard line. First and goal, Burwell. 
Rose is in there on the tackle, as well as Bushaw. But Burwell knock it on the door again. They'll officially mark it at the three-yard line, a gain of 12. Three straight completions here for Victory Sykes. 145 and counting. And now Burwell is going to use as much time as they can. Huffman comes in along with quarterback Victory Sykes for the play. First and goal at the Blue Hill 3, 40 to 35. Blue Hill, a minute 30 and counting in the game. Ball on the far left hash. They'll line up in the eye for the first time in a while. Sykes takes it, gives it to Huffman. Left side, he's hit and goes nowhere. Coming in there on the run blitz that time for the Blue Hill Bobcats was McCoy Menke, one of the first guys to get to him. And Burwell will have time to think about it because Blue Hill will have to call a timeout. Huffman got back to the line of scrimmage with a generous spot maybe of a yard there. And the clock stopped with 1.08 remaining in this football game. We're going to keep it right here. You're listening to the high school football game of the week and maybe of the season right now. Our timeout's brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with the score, Blue Hill 40, Burwell 35. Blue Hill using their second timeout because it's Burwell ball, second and goal at the three-yard line, taking a look at some other scores on our Ashley Furniture Home Store scoreboard. It is Amherst 14, Ansley Litchfield 8, still in the first quarter on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Earlier today, Elgin beat defending state champion Hemingford 34-6, and Clearwater Orchard upset Perkins County 38-36. Bruning Davenport Chickley beats Neely Oakdale 42-7. In the fourth, Creighton leads Clarkson Lee 52-12. In the third, Guardian Angels blowing out Bloomfield 60-0. And at the half, High Plains 36, East Butler 22. Now we're ready to go on second and goal at the three. High formation again for Burwell. Hard count and got Blue Hill to jump. And so now it'll be second and goal at the one and a half yard line. Good game plan that time for Coach Gideon. He knows that they need to come in there as strong as they can. They come out of the break. They jump. And again, they mark off two yards instead of the yard and a half. I'll tell you what, they have marked off more yards, almost every penalty in the red zone than they should be tonight. So a break for Burwell. Second and goal. This ball is inside the one. The ball was at the extra point line. Second and goal at the one. Sykes, quarterback sneak. Touchdown, Burwell. Victory Sykes takes it in from a yard out. But this game is yet to be concluded. The third touchdown sneak tonight. For Victory Sykes, 1-0-6 remaining in this football game. The fifth touchdown that has been scored in this fourth quarter to complete the 65-yard drive. And now Burwell will line up to go for two because Blue Hill can pop a field goal here, and they may have to do that with where the time is out. The five points bank touchdown, a one-yard run by Victory Sykes, and he wants to run it again on the two-point conversion, and he will, and walk in. And both teams are just dog-tired. You can tell that's why the ball's going up and down the football field. 1-0-6 remaining in the season. Burwell 43, Blue Hill 40 on Classic Hits. 
Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE Internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your Internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. Well, you can't imagine much better than this. We knew it would be a competitive game. At least we thought it would be on paper. And back and forth we've gone. Lead changes every score here in the second half where we've had seven touchdowns. It was 21-14 Burwell at the half. And now it is Burwell 43, Blue Hill 40, 106 remaining in Everybody in purple wants to see Lane Helgoth, who's got it teed up at the 30, kick this about 65 yards out of the back of the end zone. And Helgoth comes at it, and he pops it high and deep and into the end zone, and Blue Hill will have 65 yards to go if they want to take the lead in this football game. Again, don't forget Amherst and Ansley Litchfield coming your way next at the conclusion of our ball game the new west sports medicine and orthopedic surgery post game show will be following but why would you leave now first down and 10 blue hill and can van boning lead him down the field They'll have to go through the air. A little shift here. Trip bubble to the right side. Van Boning drops back to pass. Has a little time. Lost it out here. Kruger got hit, and the ball is tipped around and hits the ground. There was a chance there for Sykes to get it out of the air, but Kruger got tripped up coming out of the backfield there or out of the bubble and never really could get squared up to have a good look at that football. Third, second down and ten. One minute exactly to go. And what kind of defense do you play here? Maybe a little more pass as they play as much as you can. A nickel, an eight-man, three-man rush out of the shotgun empty backfield. Van Boning has some pressure over the middle. It's caught at the 20, and he is not going to get the first down to the 21-yard line. And Hamill is short of the first down, so the clock continues to run with precious time. Blue Hill only has one timeout left, and they have to huddle up every time. They'll come over the ball with 40 seconds, so the season on the line, and you have to hustle. Third down and four. Van Boning, pump fake, pressure. Helgoth knocked the ball away. It's inside the five. It is scooped up by Blue Hill, and they are going to be brought down at the two-yard line and need to use their final timeout as the clock continues to run here with 22 seconds, 21 seconds, and finally the timeout is called to stop it with 21 seconds. The ball was jarred out of Van Boning's hand. And the season comes down to a play from their own three-yard line, a loss of 12 on the play. And that is the fourth sack of the ball game here for Burwell and the final timeout for Blue Hill. So let's set the scenario here. 21 seconds remain, and Blue Hill needed, if they can convert here, they, they let about six seconds run off the clock. But it's hard for the coach to get all the way down there and yell the timeout. Blue Hill has it at their own three. They need to get to the 25-yard line. So it's fourth and 22. And if they don't get it, the game's over. If they do, they have to hustle up and spike the ball. Even if they do get the first down, there's probably only time for two plays after that. Burwell, 43. 
and Blue Hill 40 again. A big thank you to our many fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you high school football here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. And you can hear the crowd really getting after it here. Full house. And, of course, as we said earlier, all the fans set in front of us here at the press box for both teams. Could be the final play of the season. Van Boning with three wideouts. Will Burwell pressure? Looks like they're going to bring three. Fourth and 23 at their own three. Van Boning backs up, throws a little screen, and it's dropped. They were going to run a hook and ladder, and it is dropped, and Burwell will win the football game. Burwell will have to take one snap and win this football game. Blue Hill decided that they were going to go with some trickeration. They lined up Scott Wademan as an end, as an eligible receiver. They threw it into his belly about 10 yards down the field. He turned around, and the ball fell out of his hands. And Burwell, for the second time in school history, is headed into the state quarterfinals if Victory Sykes can get the clean snap here from Weston Swoboda. 17 seconds remaining. So they'll come out of the eye formation, take the snap, take the knee, and that will be your ball game. In a fourth quarter that saw five different touchdowns, Burwell scored last, and the Longhorns may have a rematch with the only team that beat them, Amherst, next Tuesday night in the state quarterfinals. If Ansley Litchfield wins, it would be here in Burwell. If Amherst wins, it'll be in Amherst. What a great football game here tonight, but Blue Hill will come up just short. What an effort by both teams. Burwell, 43, Blue Hill, 40. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is next. I think you go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status because they lived it number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. They became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of them. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. A fascinating, outstanding, well-played football game. And I think in the fourth quarter, both teams were just a little bit out of gas because they moved the ball up and down the field with precision on both sides. And Burwell wins it by a score of 43-40. to They will take on the winner of the Amherst and Ansley Litchfield game, which Amherst leads 21 to 8 late first quarter on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And we will join it next here on Classic Hits. We're figuring up the stats and we'll bring them to you right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation. 
a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy, and Sports Center. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. At the Aurora Cooperative, the I Believe in the Future of Ag campaign is in full swing. I Believe is focused on building capacity for the future of FFA at the local and state levels. The Aurora Cooperative is one of 22 corporate sponsors providing a total of $270,000 toward the campaign this year. We hope you will pitch in too. Your donation, along with matching funds, will be sent to the FFA chapter of your choice. Contact your local FFA or Aurora Cooperative for more information and join the Aurora Cooperative in supporting FFA. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show. Let's take a look at the unofficial final numbers that we had here in the football game, and we will start with the Blue Hill Bobcats. Their leading rusher tonight, Mitch Kruger, 19 carries, 37 yards, two touchdowns. Austin Rose, five carries, 10 yards. Jaden Hamill, one carry for three yards. And Jacob Van Boning, 11 carries, negative two yards, one touchdown. He was sacked three times in the football game. So on the ground, Blue Hill just didn't have success tonight. 36 carries for 48 yards. Unofficially through the air for Jacob Van Boning in tonight's football game. In the first half, 3 of 6 with an interception and 64 yards. In the second half, 9 of 15, no interceptions, two touchdown passes, 198 yards. So unofficially, I had Van Boning 12 of 21, one pick, two touchdowns, 262 yards through the air, 48 yards on the ground, 310 yards of total offense, resulting in 13 first downs. They had three punts, uh, the first two, uh, an average of 53, and then Mackett came in and kicked the second one for a 35-yarder, six penalties for 35 yards, and just the one turnover which occurred in the first quarter, the Van Boning interception, which was returned by Sykes, 19 yards for the touchdown that put Burwell up. 14 to nothing. For the Longhorns, Victory Sykes was the leading rusher. 18 carries, 74 yards, three touchdowns. Torrey Huffman, 10 carries, 28 yards. Lane Helgoth, 4 carries, 15 yards. Tyler Chaffin, 2 carries, 16 yards. I had Burwell, 34 rushing attempts, 133 yards. For Victory Sykes, looked good when it's not raining on the young man. In the first half, he was 11 of 16, a touchdown and 114 yards. And in the second half, I had him 13 out of 22 with no interceptions and 222 yards. So overall in this game, Sykes was 24 out of 38 with no interceptions, one touchdown, and if that's right, 336 yards passing tonight for Victory Sykes to go with the 133 yards on the ground, 469 total for Burwell, 27 first downs, including 11 in that fourth quarter of play. Six penalties for 50 yards. They had four punts for an average of 28 yards. The one turnover, which looked like it might be a disaster, they fumbled 
late in the second quarter. They were going in to score a 77-yard fumble returned by Hamill, which ended up tying the game, and that was the only turnover. So each turnover tonight was scored on by both of the teams. We'll come back, take a look at our scoring wrap right after this on the New West postgame show. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service. From seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Time now for our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Blue Hill got the ball to start the football game tonight, went three and out, and Burwell marched at 64 yards down the field after a 45-yard punt. 16-yard touchdown pass, Sykes to Ty Chaffin, and Owens was able to knock in the extra point kick to make it 7-0, 643 to go. Then on the next, very next snap, after a kick into the end, zone. They were able to sack Van Boning for a 10-yard loss, second up second and 20, and on third and 17, a 19-yard interception return for Victory Sykes for a touchdown. The extra point made it 14 to nothing at the 5-17 mark, but then Blue Hill got their footing, and we were off to the races. A 65-yard drive capped by Van Boning's one-yard touchdown run. There was a bad snap on the extra point, so it was no good. 150 to go in the first quarter, 14-6. The teams exchanged uh, punts, and then as Burwell was ready to go in for a two-score lead. That's when Lane Helgoth had the ball popped out at the three-yard line, and Jaden Hamill scooped it up for a 77-yard fumble return with 4.28 to go in the second quarter. And then Mitch Kruger added the two-point conversion run, tying it at 14, but Burwell didn't panic. They marched it down the field, converted a fourth and two. Lane Helgoth came up big with the catch and then had an 18-yard run to set up first and goal, and Victory Sykes snuck it in. The extra point kick made it 21-14 with 36 seconds to go, and that took us to halftime. Burwell got the ball to start the second half, marched down the field, but was stopped at the Blue Hill 6, and the teams exchanged possessions again before Victory Sykes capped a 75-yard drive converting on third and 22, setting up another first and goal in a one-yard run by Sykes. The kick was blocked, and that made it Burwell 27-14 with 5.28 to go. Turn it right around. Blue Hill marches it down the field, 65 yards. Mitch Kruger takes it in from three yards out after a 42-yard pass from Van Boning to Hamill, set up first and goal. Kruger added the two-point conversion run, 2.52 to go in the third. It was 27-22 Burwell. And then in the first minute of the fourth quarter, Blue Hill took their first lead of the game, a 30-yard touchdown pass on fourth and nine from Van Boning to Kruger, who got behind everybody and backpedaled into the end zone. 11-14 to go in the game. The two-point conversion was no good, and Blue Hill led it 28-27. to 
and then the team scored on every possession the rest of the way. Van Boning hooks up with Hamill on a 23-yard touchdown pass, and Blue Hill goes up 34-27. to Jake Hansen blocked the extra point with 7.56 to go. Burwell, in the next two minutes, marches it down the field, a seven-yard run by Victory Sykes. Then they go for two instead of trying to tie it, and Sykes runs it in. 35-34 Burwell. Blue Hill's turn. They march it down the field. A 54-yard pass to Hamill sets up the first and goal, and Mitch Kruger takes it in from five yards out on the Wildcat. The two-point conversion was no good. 40-35 to Blue Hill, and that would be their final points of the season because there was too much time on the clock. A 65-yard drive in a minute and 47 seconds, and the third one-yard sneak of the night for Burwell quarterback Victory Sykes. He also adds the two-point conversion run. 43-40, to and for for Blue Hill, they had to start at their own 15 and never got it past the 20. As time expired, Burwell wins it 43-40. to And our wrap-up brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Tomorrow, it's district volleyball here on Classic Hits. Kearney Catholic and St. Paul will be at Grand Island Senior High at 7. And then Friday night, Gibbon will host Oakland Craig. Our pregame at 6 and kickoff at 6.30 here on Classic Hits. Coming up next, we will head to Ansley Litchfield and join the Amherst-Ansley-Litchfield game in progress. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks to the many fine sponsors, the coaches. It's been great here in Burwell, and looks like we'll be seeing Burwell again next week against the Amherst-Ansley-Litchfield winner. Burwell 43 Blue Hill 40. Good night, everyone. The proceeding has been a KKPR sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com. That's a 15-yard penalty. That will give them a first down. So, again, you you can't have that uh, work before you. And we want to welcome all of our listeners on Classic Hits 98.9 FM as well as KXBN 1460 in uh, Kearney as well.